0: of the nameless podcast i don't think i clip no i clip that's okay though i clip every time i have a new mic coming soon that'll help me not clip anymore what does <laughs> clip me clip is when the volume just goes off the charts just like wah! like when it peaks and it starts to crackle
1: oh and then mm. it'll cut itself out yeah and then it cuts itself
0: cut my life into pieces <laughs> this is my last resort dun, dun. anyway I am joined by three guests. Finally, three. Count them: three. One, two, three. Very good friends of mine, associates from my time in the mission. Um, first up, uh, directly ahead of me, we have first timer on the show, Dustin Barlow. What's up? Yo, party
1: people!
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, next up uh, to my right, we have Christian Cooper.
1: Second timer. Second timer.
0: Ooh. You guys were on Experience. the third, original third episode, third yeah. episode with the, the jank, DD and the CC with the jank mic setup and everything. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Just a big, straight the big up. orb orb mic, the pretty much. Ooh, and uh, my my mic was like, Hey, bro, I'm not gonna stay up.
1: I leaned back in my chair and, and I didn't get really caught in that episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sound like I'm back.
0: you like hey this is my opinion and we have we have uh joining us uh from his home uh attending with uh currently his uh his child his offspring uh we have another first-timer jordan Frotten. hey
2: guys hey hey yo uh
0: yeah this the, i'm i'm honored to have you as first-time guest Even though, for full disclosure, for anybody listening to this episode, you might hear some funky stuff going on. (laughs) It's because I don't know what's going on with my recording interface right now. But uh, Jordan's audio is just a little off on our end. Like he'll record and sound just fine when you guys listen to it, but on our end, he's just a little quiet. I can assure you, he's not shy. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yell at the microphone, please. (laughs) Yeah. Nervous.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. But uh, it's good to have you on, man.
2: Thanks, yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yes, and 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 uh, and, and glad you're, uh, we'll, we'll probably hear some uh, noises from the little one as well, so I guess we should give credit there too, right?
3: Yeah, I guess we have another guest.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got four. Well, she's, it uh, sounds like she's going down to sleep, so.
4: Oh.
0: Ooh.
2: Time to wake her up.
1: <laughs> Is that Jordan Jr.? Or that's a girl. Jordina?
2: Yeah. Exactly. No, that's Allie.
1: Allie. Allie. Allie song?
2: Alley All right, he turns, a, turns a year old Next month Wow hey, Let's go
0: Goodness Cause Christian your son is turning one today correct? Tomorrow
1: Tomorrow yep. Tomorrow Five ten nineteen 19 was his birthday
0: Goodness gracious
1: If we waited a year it would have been five ten twenty. 20
0: It goes by pretty quick huh?
1: Incredibly quick Crazy For yeah. both of you oh. yeah huh?
0: Yeah, my son's turning...
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) See, I have four, uh, maybe five (laughs) illegitimate children out there. Uh, I have lost count.
0: (laughs) Um, No, so like I said before, we all met up through our LSD, I mean LDS mission. Um, Quad City trick. (laughs) Quad City. Quad City trick. 10, 10, 10, 20 trick (laughs) Oh man Good old guate So I realized that when conference came around It has been 6 years since I've been home I hit 5 this summer Crazy, that means 8 years ago I started That one's harder for me to believe than being home for (laughs) 6
2: Like
3: What?
0: Isn't that weird? It's really weird Jordan uh Jordan was a little bit different cuz you were with us for a year in Guate then your body decided to tell you like uh hey bro uh Dude. how about no cuz uh crazy uh, oh it's crazy yeah
2: so I, f- I finally figured out what happened so there was a less active family in one of our areas and they all like it was this was like my first week of being there i was with elder castillo and i barely spoke any spanish and so we go to this house and they've got like this skin disease i had no idea what it was mange but it's it's scabies so they're like little mites Mm. that bury in your skin and lay eggs and then they'll crawl out and dig deeper down in your skin and like they had this and we take our laundry to marcia to clean Yikes. And then after we'd like pick up our bags, and then we would go just drop the laundry off at that family's house. And so the laundry would just sit there on the couch, which was just covered with these mites. And (laughs) it would get in the bag. And somehow, like, I was the only one that got it.
0: I was about to say, I was like, you name dropped, and I was like, oh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I sat on that couch, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. The crazy thing is, like, we'd go on exchanges and I'd sleep in other people's beds. No one else got it. And so mm-hmm. the doctors that's were like, like it yeah, can't crazy. be scabies because nobody else has it. Dang. So had that for about the whole year I was out there. Oof. Came home for about six months, healed up, and then Dang. went back to Texas.
0: Wow. Texas. Texas. Well, uh, I mean, it's good that you're, you were know, able to go out and you know, f- at least you know, finally figure out what it was but that's crazy. Yeah, you were the only Mm -hmm. one because, yeah, dude, every missionary that served in those areas went to that place. yet It was just you.
1: Mm -hmm. I had heard the rumor mill was that you were diagnosed with leprosy by (laughs) the Guatemalan doctors.
2: Yeah, so they gave me these pills. I don't know. They're called Babson. Carol (laughs) Babson? Yeah. So basically it just like... Uh, it's, your I guess your blood cells have like a 90 day like lifespan, so it, it would shorten that lifespan, and it just weakens your immune system. And so that's they that, they use that for leprosy.
1: Oh, wow. so I was you on, were given leprosy medication.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow. So they they gave me about four or five <clears throat> different things because I kept getting secondary infections. I'd scratch so hard and bleed. Right. And, so I had fungal infections oh, oh oh, and bacteria. And so they like every time I'd go to the doctor they're like, Oh, there's fungus there, so give you some of these and then by the end they just put me on these super hardcore steroids but I could only be on for about two weeks. And so that like pushed down the immune my, my immune system. But then when I came off of it it just came back with a vengeance and so they're like, Alright, we gotta send you home.
3: And Guatemala City's probably not the best place to be with a weakened immune system. Mm-hmm. You know, what? especially if you're an
0: American, dude, I almost like I had to go get my uh, I had to get my driver's license renewed because I'm an idiot. Let me preface by saying (laughs) I'm an idiot, Um, but I I needed to have a vision test done and send it into the state of Ohio
1: from Guatemala, from
0: Guatemala. (laughs) The dude shook me down big time. He was like, yes, well, it appears your eyes are terrible. And uh, how about we get you some glasses? I'm like, I don't need glasses, dude. And I, I, like I really didn't. My eyes were totally fine. Like mm-hmm. I passed. and He's like, well, yeah, I'm gonna put that you passed for your documentation, but you definitely, definitely need glasses. And he's <laughs> like, and I was like, I, I don't have that much extra cash on me. I just kind of needed this done, and I'm paying for the appointment, so that should be enough, right? And Doc was just like, selling yeah. you? Yeah, Doc was like, no, we got American Daddy Warbucks here. He'll buy. 500 dollars he, he shall buy my wares <laughs> it's like dog come it's hustler on. I appreciate you hustling uh, I you know respect but not on, on me not on my watch <laughs> and then so the second part of your mission you were in uh, uh, in Texas what was it McAllen
2: McAllen yeah so the very bottom part the border mm-hmm. have you ever seen Sicario 2 it's that area
0: I have seen Sicario 2 I like that one
2: yep down in McAllen Wow. Which was awesome It was like It was like uh, Living in Guatemala But with all the perks of living in America so, <laughs> lat- Latin culture Tacos, spicy food Yeah, I was going to say the food, uh, man Walmart yeah. and <laughs> air conditioning
3: Yeah, for real
2: <laughs> And I got a car My first year, we got a car Wow Oh my gosh it's, What a dream it's incredible
0: I, I wish I could add a car Dude, I hated the buses Yeah. Dude, I can't tell you how many times my genitals were completely (laughs) smashed against the corners of the of the seats Mm. because they'd always be filled to the brim and -hmm. you'd have to get to the front of the of the bus and just pow like you know, you'd have to like squish through. I love those buses. Every time.
3: I went back though, I was terrified I was gonna get robbed. As a missionary, I wasn't quite as scared, but when I went back I was like I'm now carrying an iPhone. I should not be Uh, on this bus. uh (laughs) Right?
1: I do not have, like, divine protection.
3: (laughs) I haven't
0: been back, but I plan on uh, taking a burner phone with me (laughs) when I go. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I thought about
3: buying one of those 40 Kitsall phones and just... (laughs) A (laughs) (laughs) frijol, the the (laughs) (laughs) freehold.
0: Just popping in a SIM card, calling it good, Mm -hmm. and then pow, ready to rock.
1: I'll probably do that next time. Yeah. Because I saved everyone's numbers in my real phone. And then, so it'd be easy to transfer them over to a crap phone to store the one safely somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's, that's that's a good
3: idea. I haven't been back. I need to. It's fun. It's weird. It's very weird to be there not as a missionary.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know yeah. if I'd ever go back. When, when when so when you drove around when you were there, well did you guys take like only buses or did you take like taxis? Did you rent a car? We rented a car.
3: Yeah. We uh we got really lucky. There was uh I went back with a with a friend and we both had a mutual area that we stayed in in Montufar. If you remember where that is, yeah. There's some some True. people yeah. that are decently wealthy and one lady that was super super nice. She was the Relief Society president. We were there. She let us stay in her house. Uh, the lady that worked there cooked all of our food, did all of our laundry, and her daughter drove us around. And then oh. on the days that her daughter wasn't available, she just gave us one of her cars. Oh, that's um, crazy. So yeah, we got we had the hookup for sure. She's awesome. That's great.
0: How was driving?
3: Oh, it's terrifying. I so I, <laughs> I I didn't actually drive while we were there that time, but I was in the office for like six months on my mission, and driving was the scariest thing. My companion did not have a license, so I show up to the first day, and he's like, "Hey, we got to go halfway across the city to do this," and I'm like, "Oh goodness, this is literally my worst nightmare." I thought I was gonna die, but somehow I'm still here.
0: You, you're alive.
3: Yeah, we just we figured out a lot of rules of the road in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. If you turn on your hazards, I equate it to like the star in Mario Kart, you know, and you get the star and you can
1: just do anything. There's no <laughs> laws. <laughs> yeah. That's
4: what I, was, I yeah. called
1: it the turn off the laws button. Yeah. So as soon it's as you turn off the hazards, laws
3: real quick, there's a couple times we just like went the wrong way on a one way road, but you get your hazards on. Nobody questions you, <laughs>
1: so. but it's weird. I turned off the laws. Well, you guys relax?
3: <laughs> but it's weird because it works. Oh, it does. Absolutely does. And we also discovered that turn signals are completely irrelevant. But if you stick your hand out the window, that is respected by everyone. <laughs> So, <laughs> OK, I don't know if there's just
0: an, like I don't know. I, I need to look up the actual data behind this, but it seems like I witnessed far fewer crashes there than I do here.
3: Honestly, I I remember a couple of motorcycle crashes, but I, I, I don't remember too, yeah. ever seeing a car crash. Never.
0: I mean, yeah, you have less people driving in the general population. Mm-hmm. But there were still a lot
1: of people driving. Especially in the yeah. middle of the city, the traffic. The traffic was uncontrollable.
0: Especially that... What was that big traffic circle? That was near... Obelisco. Yeah, the Obelisco. Yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I stiff-armed a car there one time. Knife. Yeah. We, we had to go... <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we had to go... Dude, there was, like, no crosswalks. We are like, uh, I guess we just gotta go, like, cut through the road. And this car came by, and I, like... <laughs> Stiff-arm. The car definitely Ridgibush. pushed me. Yeah I, yeah, I had to. Dude, the car definitely pushed me. But I was like... We're going. We're going. We waited for like five minutes and couldn't find an opening. I'm just like, I don't care. I, I, I'm I'm going for it, boom. But I don't know. It just seems like the lawlessness almost had like less of an eff- like had a greater effect on like lowering the mortality rate. Yeah,
3: what was the driving like in uh, McAllen? Was it uh, a little safer?
2: Oh, it's yeah, it's fine, man. It's
3: <laughs> <Okay. just> like, <laughs> we're Texas roads like, are so uh,
2: nice too. What was that? The only thing there. The only thing there is everybody has um, Mustangs and Camaros. So nice. It's like one of the one of the poorest can- like counties in the states. Everybody's in a trailer park, but somehow everybody has a Camaro or a Mustang. I respect that. <laughs> Listen, you
0: know what? We live our lives a quarter
2: mile at a time. Okay?
0: Priority. <laughs> exactly. It was like people
1: in Guatemala had those like crazy stereo systems. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. ginormous TVs and dirt floors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know what? There was one area we were... Uh, I was in the other part of town. You were in the same part. And I remember... I don't know if you remember the family. I'm not going to say it, but... Go ahead. No, I'm not going to say it. But you remember... Okay. Their house. It had this huge divide. So you have, like, the front, right? Just kind of a normal-looking gate. And then you walk in, and they kind of have, like, a little, like, opening, like, sala like you know mm-hmm. front room area yeah there's this massive like f- like crack fault line something in in between and they had a board that would walk over to the other part of the
3: house I do oh remember the dude time. i went there with you too yes you did yes, I, do I remember did.
1: those guys
0: their appliances were immaculate <laughs> Immaculate,
3: top <laughs> I, of the line fridge. I think one time with went there, they didn't have the boards. We were jumping across this like <laughs> ditch to get from one room to the other room.
2: <laughs> like like there's a rope, you swing across. <laughs>
0: a
3: rope.
0: Yeah, but like oh, I remember that. That's yeah, so crazy. Top of the line appliances. Top of the line, like dude, stainless steel, uh, like. Refrigerators, first thing you see. They've got this massive TV, huge sound system. I'm like, okay, like, like you can
3: have it, like, okay, and whatever makes you happy, I guess. Yeah, if
0: you've chosen to live this way and you're happy and fulfilled by it, cool.
3: Maybe, maybe you can play in the ditch. I don't <laughs> lower yourself down.
0: But you know what? Let's just say in another timeline. Let's say I was born in a third world country but I kept my same impulses, I'd probably live like that. <laughs> you get used to the dirt floor, but... Just jump. Just jump, dude. Ball, Come on, man. This is how we get our exercise in for the day.
1: Oh, I forgot something in the kitchen. <laughs>
2: Dead bodies of former roommates down at the bottom of the ditch. <laughs> yeah, for
1: real.
3: I just imagine, like, I've struggled to... Uh... I mean, we're starting to move this week, and we had to move a table out of our apartment. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> moving furniture across the ditch? Like, do you just, like, get two guys and throw it? <laughs> Keep a guy in the bottom that just sort of walks <laughs> yeah. with his hands.
0: Oh, you'd oh. be better off, like, installing some type of, like, sliding mechanism at <laughs> yeah, the top, like a zip line. Like, all or right, here one of those we
2: go. Here Chairs. Like the old people use to get up their stairs.
3: Oh yeah, one of those sliding things right the wall. wall.
0: <laughs> that would work. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah, it is. It's barely coming up. As long as he's registering something, all I do post is I just go in and then
1: just audio just crank that Soldier Boy. In. I send
0: the <laughs> yo boom boom. Man, Soldier Boy. Uh, last year was uh, was that last year? times yes. kind of become a an amalgam. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. Soldier Boy was on one last year. He had uh, all the copyright issues cuz he made his own gaming system. Oh, I
1: saw that. Yeah. I think it was like 2 years ago.
0: Yeah, it was 2 years ago and then he had beef with Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to box. Wow. They didn't box. And yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> try to stay relevant. You got to do what you can. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'd try to fight someone if I wasn't relevant anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. And that was my only way of making money. That's what
1: Antonio Brown almost did. So There actually could be Antonio a strategy Brown. there. You just send every, you list out every famous person and you send a letter to each of them and say, I want to fight you. <laughs> and one I, of them will be like, <laughs> receive it and be like, Is this guy something? We'll, we'll set it up. Like, <laughs> I'll fight you for charity. <laughs>
0: yeah. Heavy emphasis on the wink after charity. (laughs) Charity for my wallet. (laughs) Yeah, dude, people are still getting paydays after charity events. Oh, my God. It's such a huge freaking cover. Yeah. Bull crap. There is, if there's anything good to take out of the Rona, it's this. It's that NFL is moving just fine. Mm -hmm. NFL wasn't affected at all. They're like, we're playing, come hell or high water.
3: I honestly liked the draft more this way. I thought it was more smooth than... I don't know. I, I liked it. It was cool.
0: Jordan, do you have, do you have a do you have an NFL team?
2: Uh, my friend. So my friend that grew up in my neighborhood is Garrett Bowles. He's playing for the Broncos right oh, now. Garrett He's their left tackle. Oh, Garrett
3: Bowles. Oh, yeah. He's
2: a beast. I right like the Broncos right now, but
0: that's pretty not very cool. Good, yeah. So. I wish I had friends in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but man. It's really a crazy mountain. story. Oh yeah. That's the- uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, it was a it was a African American who was shot dead in Georgia.
1: Oh yeah, I I I know that whole story.
0: Wild. Wild. Yeah, I figured we could touch no
1: on that uh, 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 a little further. That's uh, one uh, of the things. A, a that... brief sneak peek of uh, the midnight debate with my father was fifty percent about that, mm, and then it evolved into a race, and then it became a race for race, race
0: the race, but. Uh, But, yeah, I know Dustin and I are both big-time Eagles fans. Oh, yeah. Big-time. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Fly,
1: Eagles, fly. Yeah. It sounds like
0: Jordan likes them, too. Or at least he knows the song.
1: My connection to the NFL is uh, Madden 2005. Ooh, the
3: Ray Lewis Ooh, cover.
1: Yeah, And I played as the Eagles the whole time. I the hit stick that invention, yes, yes. We talked about that. Yes, we did. According to
0: uh, the database in my brain, uh, that was the year Donovan McNabb was at the helm. Yes.
3: And I believe
0: Terrell Owens. Nope, T-O, No, T.O. wasn't Eagle.
3: Yeah, he wasn't. He was...
0: He was 06 or 06. No, no, no. He it, was, was earlier.
3: So he? he was know. on the cover of... NFL 2K Yeah whatever was it six or five? I can't remember. Like the
0: only two K game yeah. they made for <laughs> no, the I NFL. Know.
3: When I said that I was questioning myself, I was like, wait, are there two K NFL games? But it was the I think only there was one just one. <laughs> Literally.
0: That's a collector's item. Yeah, I think I have it. So you know it's funny because the only year TO was with the Eagles, they went to the Super Bowl. Uh and then and then he said, uh no, sorry. Uh let's see. Uh Two thousand four. So oh four, no, it would that have was, been oh five. That was oh yeah that was oh five that was it by golly I remember I
1: picked that up for six dollars at the GameStop they, used. Had, they still had Brian
3: Dawkins, man. Games oh,
0: yeah, dude Doc. Jeremiah Trotter.
3: Yep. Yep. Was Javon Kirsten on the team at that time? I, I think so. Legends, man. They
0: also had Westbrook. Oh yeah. Helming the backfield. Yep. Good old Westbrook, man. He was he was he was uh, slept on.
3: Yeah. Todd Pinkston.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think Selleck was on the team at the time. Yet. I don't think
3: so. I think they still had that, that dude that played for BYU. Uh, what was his name? Chad Lewis. Yes, Chad Lewis. that's who it was. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Good old, good old fly, eagle fly. You I know that you was funny because Zest and I had dinner the other night. We caught back up, and uh, yeah, we were talking about like the Madden anthology. Like yes, 2004 was the Mike Vick year. Then 2005 was uh, Ray Lewis and the introduction of the hit stick.
3: Legendary. Didn't,
0: didn't they also put in the truck stick as well for ball carriers? I think or was that, that came later? a little bit later.
3: Yeah, they had to balance out the game. <laughs> yeah. People were dying on the video game for hit sticks. They're like, okay, all right, maybe we got might have gone overboard here. Fumbles increased dramatically.
0: I think Jamal Lewis was like the one care was the one player that I used that like truck stick worked almost every time for him. Little beefy boy. Yeah. And the history of the, if that, if that starts to droop at all, um, I got this. I can oh, oh, so, you know, what we'll do here. We'll pause recording really quick. We'll just hit this little. Okay. We're back. Um, we got on the topic of, uh, Jordan, just, uh, Jordan's invested a little bit in a home setup and it's really nifty. And I'm very jealous because during all of this, I've actually wanted to go to the gym. Through the whole quarantine yeah. stuff. For once,
3: I was like, you know what? I've I, been sitting inside enough.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, I would actually like to go lift some weights. But uh, no, I can't. Because the government told me no.
1: We need to talk about the government and
0: what we're gonna do about it. Yeah. What we are gonna do. We're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna do our we're gonna do our talking at the polls. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like I'm doing my civic duty by going and voting. But then I feel like, uh, you know, the Tom and Jerry cartoons when it shows like the dog chasing, uh, it shows them like chasing around like one like he, it's either Tom or Jerry. And then at the end, like he realizes like, Oh my goodness. It's it been added again. It was my fault. No, it's not your fault. Dude, it's all good. It's all good. I messed up Dustin and It just keeps tipping. Still tipping on full <laughs> <laughs> Wrapped in bobos. Um, but yeah, so Jordan's set up for his gym. Super nice, right? Super cool. I'm uh, jealous. Jealous, Jordan.
2: Yeah. Anytime you want to come lift, man, come on over. Gladly. I'm just
0: going to, I will just show up and I'll blare the music <laughs> as loud as possible, yeah, regardless dude. of when oh, your daughter's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be careful when you speaker. extend invites to me.
2: Get ripped. <laughs> what, are your, uh, what are your lifts at right now, Sam?
0: We don't have to talk about that. Shh, shh, quiet. We don't have to put that on the. We air. talked no, about a
3: mission. The, when I, the first time I got on a bench after getting home from Guatemala, it might be one of the most depressing days of my entire life.
0: Yeah, did but, you lose weight on your mission?
3: I lost, dude. I lost. I I've, I've gained it all back by now. But uh, on my mission, I think
1: I lost like fifty five pounds. Ooh, wow. mama! Yeah, I probably. gained I, I went back. in pretty skinny, but I got even skinnier. Then I got fat. yeah. yeah bit, um, I was gonna say Cooper's gotten fat. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, 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 oh. shots fired. Are you attacking me? I couldn't hear you. I was getting cheesy.
2: No, I'm a fat guy, too, so.
1: Oh, I got you. That's the fat I'm guy
0: like code. We can call each other extending fat. Extending you right. to the No, I'm good.
1: Love. Like, Latins, you know, they don't pull any punches. So yeah. I so. send them a picture of what I look like now, and they go, Que gordo! Mira la bar- <laughs> barbura. Oh, Barba. Man.
0: Uh, dude, I, I remember the first time they, like, described somebody. He was like, yeah, it's that fat lady. Yeah,
1: I know,
0: I know dude. I was like, wow, that's extremely uncomfortable. Right <laughs> you're like, you would get slapped in the face if you were, uh... And, like, that's the other thing, too. They, like, address people as fat, but then, like, yeah. to their face. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, yeah. you're really big. Yeah. Wow. And it's not a taboo thing. Yeah, like,
3: they, like, their nicknames are just, like, Gordo, Gorda. Gorda like, yeah,
0: yeah, the endearing term for your loved one is Gorda. <laughs> Mi Gorda. Like, dude, if you walked around calling your wife, yeah, my fatty all the time, (laughs) you would find yourself with some papers, some very, very difficult papers that would split the union straight up, though. It's crazy. Um, Jordan, did you lose weight on your mission?
2: No, I gained weight, man. I was about 165 before I came out. I was doing lots of CrossFit and... Then uh, I had this, like, mindset that since I was in a third-world country, I was never going to eat. But we had Marcia giving us, like, 4,000 calories <laughs> a meal.
1: Delicious. Was so Delicious I food. it. I would murder for that meal
2: right now. Oh, it was so good. Straight up. But, yeah, I, I came back from Guatemala about 205. So I gained about 40 pounds. And then, yeah, Texas, I stayed about the same then when I came home from Texas, I dropped back down about 185. But then I started dating and got married, and now I'm up to 235, which is nice for lifting. I'll listing, take but... that number.
0: Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you guys are throwing out these numbers here, and I'm like, man, I'd kill for that. <laughs> yeah. Could, like, 235. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, when I when I went, I weighed 230. When I came back, I weighed 200. Never got below 200. Actually, I might have on the coast. I never weighed myself when I was on the coast. Oh, yeah. When I dropped as crap. so much weight. It was so hot all the time.
3: Yeah, my first area, I lost 30 pounds. I lived Jeez. in an area that was at the bottom of a massive hill. And anyone that we ever taught was at the top of said hill, <laughs> and my companion was against buses. So, do you remember Elder Sanchez? Oh, doop, yes. Doop. yes. Yeah, you were in a you were in a, a in, in Misco. Misco. Yeah, Sanchez's home. I love that guy. Please, but God. he was in very good shape. I was not. Um, yeah. And. He would like he would walk as fast as he could and stick his arm and he's like, I want you right here. If you're not touching my arm, then you're not walking fast enough. <laughs> I lost weight very quickly <laughs> when I was with him. <laughs>
0: yeah, he was a short dude. He was like 5'5". Five, five, oh, yeah.
3: oh yeah. Real short dude. Yeah, he was like he's got he had the wrestler body, man. I, yeah. Yeah, he
0: definitely had the physique. Yeah. The the V. Yeah. The V build. Yeah. But uh but yeah. I'd never I, I officially documented, never went below two hundred. I haven't seen the hundreds since, like, my
3: junior year of football. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I think Depressing. I in, sophomore year, I think I weighed in at 165 of football. I was playing tight end. Senior year, I was an offensive lineman. I think I weighed in at 255. <laughs> 90 pounds in two years. Like,
0: yes, the game. <laughs> Dude, ever since the highest that I've gotten post-mission, I cleared 300 pounds. I Whoa. got 305. Wow. I was like, oh, this attiful. is a problem. <laughs> Yeah. it
1: was 260 and then i hit 270. And you're I tall. Like, I was like if i hit 260 i'm going to do something about myself and then i hit 270 i was like all right okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll do something so later. I'm down to like 255 right now.
0: It, 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 well that's good that that, you, that you've taken a little bit off. Uh-huh. But my thing is i just the, the the problem with mine is the second i would like realize how much weight i gain i'd be like this is a problem but i've made it this far. <laughs> So, you know what? I'm I okay. I can exist. I don't exist. feel terrible. I can exist. I can play the
3: occasional pickup game of basketball. I'm in mean, <laughs> yeah, great shape, right. Oof. Dude, it Does was bad. Does anybody have sleep apnea? What's up, Jordan? Does anybody have sleep
1: apnea since I gained weight? Uh, no, I, I do not.
0: I, if I, I don't know. I haven't been diagnosed. I probably...
1: I have like a deviated septum from getting my nose broken by a hockey stick, and that might affect my breathing at night. Oh. But it's not a weight thing.
0: Oh.
2: Man. Ever since I gained weight, like I went and got a sleep study done. And to have sleep apnea, you have to have five or more events an hour where you're not breathing. Mm-hmm. I was up in like 55, oh, which wow. is like Jeez, severe. Dude. So my blood pressure was like 135 over 95. They wow. put me on this sleep apnea machine, and it's, it's amazing, man. I'm bad. Last time I took my blood pressure a couple weeks ago, it was 105 over 75. Oh. It's like.
3: I don't honestly know what those
2: numbers mean. A, I was it, literally about to say the. Over
0: I was about to say the exact okay. same thing. It was like those numbers are literally Japanese to me, but uh, <laughs> the tone of your voice 1. makes it sound like it was good. So uh, wow, <laughs> yeah. wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Every
1: time yeah, I man. went to the doctor, like the last two times I went to get a physical and have my blood pressure checked, I had a job interview that same day, and so my blood pressure was like through the roof yeah. from stressing. And they're like, "Your blood pressure is really out of whack." I'm like, "I know, but it's not." Like, it's and okay. every time I was going, there was something that would raise my blood pressure like crazy.
0: So the, the thing is, I've actually dropped since December. I've dropped like roughly 20, 25 pounds. Nice. So I'm like around 280. But uh it's not good though because all my muscle mass is like gone. Yeah, that's what happened to gone. me. Gone. I'm like, wait a well, second. I, th- I had like better... Like, self-confidence about my image when I weighed more. <laughs> like, what What's happened? Your,
2: what was your bench when you were over 300?
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't work out that much. But, so... Oh, you guys didn't know Alder Watts. He was part of the central. I lived with him quite a bit. Uh, the last time I benched, it was just some random day where I was like, I want to do... I want to I bench. I got 315 up fine. So... Like that wasn't a problem. The most I put up was three three eighty five, I think.
1: If I tried to do that, I would decapitate myself. When I was
0: when I was working when I was working out like dedicated, like mm-hmm. hard, going to the gym every day, and I had like not specific programming up, but like a, just a general idea of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. Yeah, it was going okay. I didn't clear yeah. four, but I bench is one that I don't like working on. Like bench, it like. It's one of the more simple ones, but uh, I just I don't know I I had more fun doing deadlifts than anything, and
2: you pulled you pulled over six hundred right?
0: Yeah, I pulled six fifteen. Mm.
2: That's crazy. Which so I'm at I'm at four fifty right now for just a conventional deadlift.
0: Yeah, but you know the problem is is once I pulled that, then uh, I kind of had to like dial it back a little bit because because yeah. uh, my back was starting to hurt. Mm. <laughs> lot that'll do it Yeah. and uh so then but then i started trying doing sumo and sumo i do okay it's just dude there's so many factors like it's literally picking something up off the ground but
2: crazy but
0: but it's like there's so many elements to it like Mm -hmm. i have to figure out how far apart my feet are Mm -hmm. i I gotta make sure i have chalk on my hands (laughs) what's my hip position and then i have to figure out like which one i'm built better for which i think it's conventional
2: but, yeah, you definitely.
0: But I don't like
2: conventional
0: because I feel like it's I'm doing more work. Because <laughs> sumo, it's hard, so, a lot of people dub sumo as cheating because like you're not lifting the bar that high. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that just like yeah, the base? yeah,
0: okay. yeah?
1: This is where you kind of stand up, like yeah, yeah, more so, or less,
0: yeah. more or less. You're using more of your. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan. I think you're more of the technical. Oh, yes, you don't bend those. your knees.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Oh, uh, you you do. You okay. start with the you bent still do, then... yeah. You're bending your knees regardless on it, but yeah. With from what I understand with sumo, it puts more of the emphasis on your hips. Mm-hmm. And
3: you have to wear a diaper the whole time. And your glutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done sumo squatting, but never a deadlift. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. With that stuff, my my squat stance, I have a fairly wide stance. It's like. Same. But so sumo is like not that much different for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know for squat. Squat though, dude, I've never really had problems with it. Like, um, squ- like squat, I just keep adding more weight and just like, okay,
3: it's working.
2: I don't know. Like, what are you at do you got right now for your squat?
0: Uh, the most I've done on squat was how much was it? It was over five.
3: That's pretty good. That's oh. I'm
2: getting. Hopefully within the next couple ma- months I'll be at five. So I'm at I'm at four forty-five right now for my max. But it was pretty. Are, are you familiar with like RPE? Like oh. How... So basically, when you rate a lift, it's like RPE one through ten. So if it's a ten, it's like you couldn't have done more. It's like nine point five. Maybe you could have got one more. Nine's like yeah, I could have got one more. Eight's like yeah, I probably could have got two more. But anyways, it's just based on like the perceived like rate of expenditure, I guess, is what it's called.
0: Or, like, how much effort you put into it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, I got a 445 at probably an RPE8 for a one. So, yeah. I could maybe get 475 right now. Yeah. But deadlift, I've got super short arms. So, when I, like, when I deadlift, like, it clears my junk. Like, it goes over <laughs> the top of it.
0: I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That is, it. I just do not have a good I deadlift ended. build. Like, I, I, see, I see these people with long arms that like stand up with their deadlift and it's just above their knee. Oh, this is just ridiculous. But it's nice because it's, it's, <laughs> I have a good build for bench. So my bench right now is 325.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's
2: pretty good. For, yeah, for 235, it's not too bad. And it's it's a competition style bench where you pause down at the bottom and then
0: press yeah. up
2: at the top. Yeah,
0: when I, when I when I got into that crap, I was so surprised. And when I, I was were like, all right, you need,
2: to, you, need to,
0: you need
3: to leave it. How long do you have to pause? It's like a yeah. second. Still, if that... that's pretty, you can't just use momentum to kind of bounce it back. <laughs> yeah, you got to <laughs> wait for the judge to tell Did you, you know, Did I to drop lift off. It up. Can you hear me?
0: Yes. Yes. Can hear you.
3: Did I miss something?
2: Okay, I heard. I think I just heard Dustin.
3: Oh no! Very good. I was. I just realized I was sitting away from the mic, so I. You might not have heard <laughs> everything I was saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sounds
0: like Charlie Brown's parents. <laughs> 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 yeah. That was, but that was weird. Like the first time, like they, like when I, cause I did, I, I trained for like a, I went to a, a barbell club slash powerlifting gym when I was in Ohio, shout out to the dirty gym. It was a really <laughs> fun experience, but I didn't have the, t- I didn't, a, I didn't have, I could have had time to do it, but I didn't want to invest the time and effort into it to like actually go and compete. It's a lot of time. I competed once and I was like, this is so stupid. Like, yeah. You spend the entire day to do nine lifts, like yeah. three bench, three squat, three deadlift, and it is the entire day, yeah, it, it, it takes just, forever waiting. everybody's all like in their zone, and it's just weird I didn't like the environment given
1: I, I I feel that way about the gym a lot of times if I could just if i could if I could find a group of ten people who just wanted to play basketball every day, yeah, I yeah would, great I would be there's some guys in my
3: homework growing pounds. up that every morning six o'clock there was. Like eight guys that would play pickup, and that no, was like their me. exercise for the week.
0: Yeah, when you got your crew to run with, great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's one reason I don't like going to gyms. Oh yeah, because they get those dudes that are, like
3: played high school basketball, and they got their stories about how they could be playing college ball, and then they want to oh, show right. off in the in the Vasa gym. So yeah, yeah. the wreck all stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vasa gym sucks. Yeah. Like for yeah.
0: yeah. and there's just so many booties everywhere. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. I saw this lady on the on the stair stair machine yeah and she was holding the front of her pants like up so that she could give herself a bigger wedgie to walk the stairs which is already a booty intensive exercise i was like (laughs) my
0: gosh dude there are just there's boobs and butts everywhere and i'm like thirsty thirsty i'm like you know what like yeah like this is bad enough where me as a single man i'm like hmm nah. Like, dude, I can't imagine going to the gym married.
1: Yeah. Your wife's right there and then some, like, insane You're going to look. Insane You're going to
0: look. If somebody, it, like, like that's just how it is, man. Like, yeah. the, the way that, like, these yoga pants and, like, sports bras and crap like that, just the way the fashion trend is, like, like your shit's getting shown off. That's just how it is. Like, you know what? Like, and, and like, dudes are going to look.
1: And that's what it's designed for, like.
0: Now, now, let me preface by saying, I don't think all women go out being like and i don't even I wouldn't even say more than fifty percent. I'd probably say it's just a small small portion or like I'm gonna go into the gym today and I'm gonna make every man look at my chest. <laughs> I'm gonna have every man watch me as I squat, like no, I don't think women wake up in the morning and get their like game face on like all right. Time to tap into the sexual desires of men. Woo! Like, no, I don't think it works like that. I, I do think that a lot of women just they want to feel proud of what they have, and you know that's 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 one thing. But there is a, regardless of what there's the motivations
1: line. are, there's a line that crosses into dysfunction. Like
0: <laughs> Regardless of what it is, it's still making dudes look. Regardless of whether it's you know to put on some act or whether you're like you're you know putting more confidence in yourself or whatnot. Dudes are still looking. That's all there is to it. That's another reason where I'm like, (laughs) and then when I look, yeah. And then when I look, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to seem like a perv or anything. (laughs) And once you look, and if there's like a girl who's just like, "Ah," like, Oh my gosh, it's hard to not look more than once. Yeah. You're
1: like, wait, is this for real? (laughs) And then I'm,
0: yeah. And then I'm expending something right now. (laughs) And then I'm expending more effort (laughs) trying not to look again. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, the my hooks
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah dude that's oh freaking gyms that's why i want a home gym once i own home a home gym, i yeah. will
3: own a gym dude that's that's the yeah. dream just like have my garage be a gym or something like that
0: yeah yeah, and then I'll have my own universe at my disposal. And then
3: I'll work out like consistently. That's the only reason I don't now is because I don't have one in my garage. Yeah, and literally, like, that's I, the, the first, the, first the, I got to get the garage to have. You
0: know. <laughs> that's quite literally the only reason I don't work out. Yeah. It's because it's not here. That's like not right?
1: accessible. Once I get a garage, I'm like, well, I really need a third car garage. <laughs> cars go in the garage. I Can't put a gym in the garage where cars go.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh, that's funny. That is comical. That makes me chuckle. Oh. Oh my goodness! Uh, how's everybody been with Rona? Anyone contracted it? Any loved ones that no, contracted it? No. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a hoax. It's not real. It's a... it was completely made up by the Chinese government, folks. This it's is a... not real. It's a real virus, but it's not. It's not what it is. It's not what, what, it, what everyone thought that they that they thought it would be. That it would wipe us out. That the you know people they yeah. have to be throwing bodies out of the hospital like. Like somebody's take all these dead bodies. There's so many we don't have to. Like have to World care War Two triage. scenes. Yeah. Yeah. and and bring like I head. heard this thing today. Sorry,
0: what was that, Jordan? Hey,
1: Jordan. Oh, I just quote Mons Python. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring out your day. Bring, bring out, your day. out your day. But I heard this thing that in Los Angeles, where you know it's expected to be as bad as as wherever uh, New York. When New York was crazy for whatever reason, someone's got to dig into that. But in the mortality rate in Los Angeles, huge city, was point zero zero three. And they shut everything down and six million people lost their jobs for the mortality rate of point zero three. And then now it's it's, as everything's trying to reopen and re go, there's more lockdown, there's more You disobey the supreme leader, governor of the state. How dare you? (laughs) I am
3: curious, I'd like to know like once I get this antibody testing running up because like I mean, I think it's good to take precautions, but then, like, my wife's mom's friend um, got sick in, like, January, I think it was, and she tested positive for the antibodies. Mm -hmm. So, potentially, she had it in January, which is supposedly way earlier than it actually got to the United States. Yeah. So, I do wonder how many of us have had it and don't know, because a lot of people are asymptomatic. I mean, it's possible that we've all had it and we don't know. That being said, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I think it's okay to take precautions, you know, but I don't... Yeah. It's just, like, once we have those numbers with antibody testing, then it will really show, I think, how... If we're going over the top with yeah precautions.
0: Well, and, well, and especially because, like, you know, we take initiatives every year mm-hmm. for different things. It's flu season. Make sure you get your flu shot. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we have initiatives. So, like, yeah, it makes sense. But I do think it was an overreaction. I, I do, I 100%, 100 believe it was an overreaction. To what extent, I don't know.
3: That's where I'm at. I just, I didn't I don't know.
0: And because I don't know, I don't feel like I can have a fully formulated opinion on it. Because I'm, I'm willing to budge. I'm willing to eat my words if mm-hmm. they come out and be like, actually. But from what we're seeing right now, so I read an article this morning. It turns out Ohio, so Ohio's infected cases right now, uh, one-fifth of all of them, it's the prisons. Mm. Oh, wow. It's the prisons.
3: Crazy so, the condensed area. or high yeah,
0: density. So, any of these numbers that they're pushing out to talk about, like, oh, our infection cases are off the charts. 20% is, is happening in a very isolated, mm-hmm. remote area that's that's locked down. Yeah, and they're all
1: yeah. share the same, everything. And there's no way to social distance to the prison.
0: Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, they're all no. jammed two by two in the cells. Or, or they have their own, like, you know, regardless. But... And, and there's just so much – I don't know if I'd say dishonest, but there's so much that – there's so much data that's either being left out or yeah. not being actively factored yeah. into it that it makes it extraordinarily difficult to figure out where exactly. this is going exactly There's just so
3: many factors. Like I know I was, uh, research, I was doing some research the other day and the death rate on any given day like outside of coronavirus in New York City is double what it is say in, in Provo, Utah. So the mm-hmm. coronavirus death rate is also double what it is in Provo, mm-hmm. Utah. So, like, you can't really – you don't know what is causing that, if the coronavirus is more intense because it's a high-density area or yeah. if it's just people are more prone to die if they live in New York City because of whatever reason. It could be pollution. Mm-hmm. It could be stress factors. It could be – Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't – Population age. Exactly. I mean, population so. health, you know.
0: that's And that's the thing. That's the other thing that isn't being – I don't like whether it's being left out on purpose or not is COVID related deaths. Oh yeah. Where, people die in a car crash. And yeah. Just their because you have COVID. Does, yeah. Yeah. It's because a lot of these people have underlying conditions mm-hmm. that already make them vulnerable to anything. It wasn't COVID. Something mm-hmm. else was
1: going to get them. The average age of death in Italy was 80 and they had an insane amount of deaths, which means their population, they have the oldest population in all of Europe and they're chronic smokers. Smoking yeah. is insane in, in Italy. And, and so that's huge for respiratory illness, plus very, very the oldest population in the world. It's just a no-brainer they would have the crazy amount mm-hmm. of cases. Same
0: with Iran. Uh, Iran, tons of smokers. Same with China, mm-hmm. tons of smokers. I do
3: think some of these studies will probably be done in the future. I think the time is very difficult. I mean, it's been, what, eight-ish weeks, maybe? Say eight, yeah. So there's just not enough time for... There's so much data to gather that I don't think we've gathered it yet. So I don't think anybody really knows. So I think some of these government agencies are just like... It's better to be too careful than too safe. Or everything, everything
1: has been like it was. They were projecting six million deaths, then mm-hmm. two million, now sixty thousand, and then it's bumped up. The like, well, maybe. Well, we're, we're in the so. hundreds
0: of thousands for deaths, right? We're, or is it well, tens of worldwide,
1: but in America, oh yeah. it was like eighty five because
0: we're leading in terms of total infections
1: now, yeah. right? I which,
0: do. which it's hard not yeah. to because there's there are very, there are very few countries throughout the world that have kind of the right. the, the broad mm-hmm. range of. Mm-hmm. Climates,
1: right? Societal, but even even that, the flattening the curve wouldn't lower the number of deaths caused yeah. by direct infection. It, it would just all... save the healthcare system, right? Yeah, and and save the number of deaths that would have happened because the healthcare system but, was overwhelmed. But you know what's
0: interesting? I mainly read more in. O- there's more to read about Ohio handling it than Utah
3: because there's.
1: Yeah, but we don't have Utah. Any.
0: They're like, "What's COVID?"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The government don't go to
3: work. I actually have liked Utah's response for the most part because they haven't completely shut down. Mm-hmm. They they yeah. haven't had to, like put the yeah, state on lockdown. Really nice. mm-hmm. And it's from what I've read, it seems to be successful the way that Utah's handled it. But sorry, didn't mean to me, no, you no, off. no, no. You're
0: no, you're totally fine. So Ohio, um, they're you know they're just because like that's where I'm from and all that crap. But I mean, I've read up on a little bit of their stuff, um, but as far as like. As far as, like, with their COVID infections um, and stuff like that, it's it's just so weird to see how much different it's been compared to, like, some place like Utah. Like, yeah, I know the population density here. Like, I know it's, like, pretty much the valley and then everything else. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, St. George. <laughs> yeah. But, mm-hmm. You know, Ohio's a little bit different in that sense. But, uh, but oh, no, so the other thing I was thinking about the, um, with Ohio is that um they came out and said that there was no point in time where the hospital system was over 50% in terms of beds used wow. even during the peak times. Hmm. They never reached 50%. Right. They didn't even they didn't get close
1: right. to it. All the temporary hospitals that got set up were set up and then taken down immediately. And yeah. Like,
0: oh, we don't need to. I you know what and I I think we probably would take it more seriously if it didn't come from China. I I like that's the other thing because because China is so freaking dishonest about everything they do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that it just—it's a natural reaction to be somewhat skeptical. skeptical. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, wait, China's China's releasing this? I don't know, I don't know. They're the ones that like put their journalists in jail or even kill them.
3: Yeah, and but on the other hand, part of China's response made me like less cautious because at the beginning, like before when it was starting to get to the U.S., they like supposedly had started closing hospitals and like had less cases when. We now know that that wasn't necessarily true. So I was like, oh, like it was like a month there. Like we'll be fine. And then we kind of had way more than they reported to have had. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's just so hard to know what to expect when you're not getting real data from the country where it started.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The the origin country. And here's the thing that gets me too. all this tends to happen, right? Like, what was it? I think it was January or February when like, I think. Uh, Trump and President Xi had basically agreed to, like, a temporary trade deal Mm
1: -hmm. and that
0: we strong-armed China big time. I don't know who engineered this type of deal, but basically they're like, Trump just pulled up and was like, okay, first up, China, (laughs) you're going to take, listen, you're going to get a (laughs) worse quota. And quite frankly, I think it should have been lower, but... (laughs) Your, your quota is going to be lower. And you're also going to buy our agricultural products, even though you don't need them. But they're the best. They're wonderful. And, yes, you could, you could grow corn for way less than I actually us. don't
1: think they grow corn over there. I think not China's, China's, they don't. China's the big thing is sorghum. Sword? Sorghum. S- sorghum. It's like a, it's a grain of some sort that feeds a lot of the world. Uh, yeah. It goes in a lot of products. Jordan, what
3: are your thoughts? I feel like I'm not
1: hearing a ton from you. I think oh, yeah, we might Mr. be talking Jordy. over you a little Mr. bit.
3: Mr. Geordie boy. The leper.
2: Jordan. Oh, man, it's like Yeah, I, I haven't like been personally affected by it at all. So like with my work I write code for the church and so it's like I can just work from home and Like my life really hasn't changed at all
4: mm-hmm.
2: Since it's happened and so it's like I don't have any super strong opinions on it. I think it's just weird like how Like the whole lockdown thing like I, I still talked with people in Guatemala and like down there it's like it's a get quarantine like you get prison sentence or whatever you're really, out past curfew yeah. and it's like i don't know man um
0: yeah i think i'm kind of in the same boat as you i don't i just feel like it hasn't
3: and... done much to me to where i have formed a super strong opinion i've like read all these things that are interesting to me but i don't really know like i'm not
0: 100 yeah. percent on one side or another mm-hmm. all i know is i am skeptical uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that yeah. and and like the amount of doom and gloom that was preached Uh i feel that more on the economic side than i do on the uh the death side definitely yeah and we this is the gym owners that i know oh go ahead
2: and like with with the gym owners that i know and like i'm in some barbell club groups online where people own gyms and it's like a lot of people are selling most of their equipment just to stay like uh, on top and
1: yeah you gotta With look gold away.
2: gold's gym just filed for bankruptcy twenty four hour fitness is
1: getting on the brink oh, to
3: wow.
2: file bankruptcy as well it's like
3: that's yeah that's crazy
1: yeah I'm sure that I, they don't really own their buildings yeah it's more yeah they still have to they still have to
2: pay rent and they've got yeah. a ton of overhead
1: mm
4: mm-hmm.
2: insane so
1: yeah. it's insane and that's why I'm hundred percent on the side of opportunity is opportunity no matter what it looks mm-hmm. like and there's political factions have always vied for power and And that's what it is. But it it, like unemployment is at its highest that it's been
0: Mm -hmm. not. It didn't even get this high during the great recession. Like we're, we're getting close to like, like depression era numbers in terms of our unemployment rate right Mm -hmm. now. It's like, like, I, I think we could have been more. Um, I think, I think we could have put better criteria out for the quarantine.
1: And the science as I understand it is herd immunity has to be achieved sooner or later. There's no, no amount of lockdown will ever stop. The same number of people have to get infected yeah. in order to achieve herd immunity. Or you can get a vaccine, which mm-hmm. rushes herd immunity through vaccination, percent how well the vaccination works, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so there's enough people who are insane enough to go, we should wait for a vaccine. Lock down everything until a vaccine comes out. And it's just, no, you got to go out. Some people are going to die. It's the way the world works. Like, there's risk involved. And so if you do a gradual release where you try to gain herd immunity before you let let go the most vulnerable people in old folks' home and underlying conditions and all that, but you have to let people go at some point. And that's what the the argument that I've ever heard about it is people go, well, to you're putting people at risk. You're putting people in jeopardy. And I'm like, yeah, you have to put people at risk to achieve herd immunity, because Something's got to give. Yeah. There's no equation where more people don't die. It's impossible.
0: Well, and even when we start open, like, stuff's already starting to open back mm-hmm. up. But there's far-reaching impacts to this. Like, it's not just going to be life mm-hmm. resumes I heard a thing as that said, it is.
1: that uh, it was from some institute, that the jobs that were lost won't be recuperated for 10 years. Ooh. That the number of jobs lost, we won't get back up to that number for a decade. And that's yeah. huge.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy with like the sustainability and how quickly that can just turn south. I do think though there are very good things that came out of COVID, 100%. I think it's I think it's creating a demand for jobs to be more efficient and have remote, remote. Yeah, remote
3: access is something like I mean in any future, I think a lot of companies are realizing they can do this and if they spend some more time working on it, they could have people Mm-hmm. More accessible from remote locations.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, 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 in like you know, education system realizes it too. That like, mm-hmm. okay, we might have to go that route.
1: Um, yeah. Okay, Are people gonna want to pay tuition for sitting in their room all day. Like that same level of tuition is going to decrease tuition prices, which is a possibility. I don't know. Who, yeah.
3: who knows? I just wonder how colleges and universities. I mean, I think they'll be affected majorly because a lot of times the majority of their income comes from college football, college basketball, mm-hmm. that money goes towards scholarships, that money goes toward buying, you know building new buildings on campus, yeah, a lot revenue. of things. Yeah. yeah, it's like a huge percentage of the revenue. So if we don't have fans or TV college football games, how is that going to affect mm-hmm. universities? Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty crazy. Like it's not I mean as a sports fan, I want all of those to come back immediately, but right. like I just I how is that going to affect?
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's broad reaching Things mm-hmm. and everything, it sucks because like in a big economy, almost everything is like interrelated mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Like one thing does have yeah. a reaching effect. My wife
1: texted me that gas is a dollar fifty three at Costco. Oh my wow. goodness! Yeah. And that's and that it's great for people who want to buy gas, but you, the long term effects of that is that if the oil yeah. industry dies, a bunch of people lose jobs. That could start a housing bubble pop where enough foreclosures happen. That there's another housing crash, like it's all connected.
0: Yeah, it's like one industry could put us in the gutter. It's yeah, it's
1: it's it's interesting
0: to say the least. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that a lot of people are negatively affected by it. But mm-hmm. by golly, life moves on. Life moves forward because we're resilient exactly. beings. And good <laughs> things have come out of it. There's a lot of good. I'm kind of in Jordan's
3: boat, where like nothing really bad happened yeah. to me. My like, wife and I have still worked our... Normal jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have an internship that's coming up this summer. I still will go to school in the fall. I'm here's May online.
0: Yeah. UVU uh, freaking gave me a grant because oh, no. COVID. They got COVID money. They got some of the CARES nice. Act stuff. So they're like, "Yeah, here's some cash." It's like, oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, institution of learning, mm-hmm. thank you." Random out of left field. I'm like, okay, cool. You know. I think that's where all the money stuff is coming from right now. The government's just like, okay, we'll hand out some more cash. <laughs> we'll just keep making more of this money that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. dollar a weird, Dude, the US a dollar is the most popular cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. Changed my mind. Jordan, it sounded like you had something. <laughs>
2: that's just that's just crazy. Like I don't know, the whole debt thing, like Yeah. Where does that all go? You know, trillions and trillions of dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah the debt it's it's almost the whole attitude about the debt it's like the like like the federal government slash fed they're like this doesn't mean anything (laughs) what is this
3: someone showed me that in my like u.s government class in night in like ninth grade like the that debt clock that you can look up online yeah Mm -hmm. it's like always going up and it's like it's gone up a ton even since then and it's just like what does this mean is this bad is this it's like it what is it, like 16 trillion
0: <laughs> or something like that. I think it's just a game of chicken. <laughs> the government's honestly, like, "Yeah, go ahead, try to make us stop spending money. We yeah. won't." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't get it. I don't pretend to get it, but it's it's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think I just think the liability is different than what, how we associate it like, you know, we have collateral that we put up uh, and stuff like that when we when we have our debt. I I just yeah. think because the government is the supreme like, they're the de facto yeah. ruling class that they can just be like, uh, yeah, about that collateral. No, we don't need collateral. <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs>
1: gold. yeah. Gold standard, all that stuff, we don't need it.
0: But it's actually good we don't have a gold standard, though. Yeah. Just because there's so many things that could affect the supply of gold itself. Yeah. yeah that...
1: The price of gold, I mean, in an ecological disaster, who cares to have a bunch of gold? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's better <laughs> to have oil reserves or food reserves. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's all the all the all the gloomy stuff. But but you know what? How fitting is it that we start to open stuff back up when it's like the summertime, mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. I feel like every day I feel like uh, you know, the the Beatles are playing in my head. <laughs> Here comes the sun. Do-do-do-do. Here comes the sun. It just feels like we're having a a, a movement more towards a more open life and Soon the, hum- the American species will now crawl back out of their dens and uh, go to commingle amongst the rest of their the other friends and uh, others in their webs of sorts, all that fun stuff. stupid COVID.:
1: <laughs> All the corona, all the corona babies that are going to be born.
2: Corona
0: babies. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> the
2: lockdown babies. Sea baby. How many Utah moms are going to name their babies, Rona? Rona. Oh,
0: And how many different Go ways in. are they going to spell yeah, Rona? How many
2: ways can you spell it? <laughs> it's got two R's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just roll the R. With an H at the end. Yeah. Or it's going to be U-H, U-H <laughs> at the end. H, Rona.
2: Rona. Rona. R-O-E-N-U-H. Utah moms.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry for any of our listeners who... I'm married to uh, a Utah mom. Oof
1: we named our kid william and it's spelled like william that's it okay thank goodness i was bracing i was bracing
0: for it i was like don't tell me the i is going to be replaced with the y (laughs) Yam? will (laughs) william you know what i didn't even know that was a thing until Mm -hmm. i moved out here
1: (laughs) i saw a thing like a meme or something that said if you ever want to um if you ever need to figure out someone's name, just go with Holden, and you'll probably be right. <laughs> like, throw as many Y's and E's and things as
0: you can into it. So, like, a little social commentary that I've thought of. You know that sketch that Key and Peele did with, like, the All-Star game? Oh, yeah. All the, cr- all the crazy names that come out. Classic. The biggest difference... Sex and and <laughs> Yeah, you know, funny that they poked fun at, you know, a lot of, a lot of you know, black people for having, like, these crazy names. They sound super cool,
3: right? Oh, yeah.
0: The Utah names don't sound cool. <laughs> they, they, they don't sound cool. They're annoying. They have a weird little twang on Braxton, them as well.
3: the weird way to spell them. And it's it's like, Dustin. His name, Brax- real, right? his
0: name is Brax. His name is Brystolin. Okay? <laughs> Where do they pull these names from? A pharmaceutical company? Like, oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> his name is Phosphate. <laughs> Like yeah. for real uh it's it's just so cringy man Natalie. Like, mm.
2: Dude, oh. that could be a good website you could just have like a a prefix and a suffix mm-hmm. and then you just shuffle and whatever it just shuffles all the different utah names around <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah jordan you're doing programming why don't you create some app yeah, that just like non- that. matches prefix idea. and suffix and that's the name
0: time to make utah name generator <laughs> dot com. Yeah. You want to go splitzy on this? <laughs> Everyone here, 25%? No. We'll give Jordan a uh, yeah, little bit more man. ownership because I'll have to do all the work. <laughs> You'll do all the heavy lifting, bro.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> just feed me some names. I'll just pop them in there.
0: <laughs> That's so funny.
2: Have you all been watching the
0: Chicago Bulls doc?
3: Dude, religiously. like I literally have an alarm on my phone for 15 minutes before it starts so I can get in like the emotional <laughs> zone. Like sitting on my couch, make sure like the ESPN app hasn't crashed. Do you play the song? I just, I sit there and I wait and my wife isn't really big into it. And I have like, let's see, there's been six episodes, right? So far. Yeah, six. I think I've gotten her to watch four of them with me, which is, which is pretty good. And she's learned a lot about Michael Jordan. I knew a lot of the stuff, but there's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that I had no idea. And I think it's been amazing.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. Christian, I think you would really like it.
1: I don't. Are you a basketball guy? I love basketball. I love the Mm -hmm. sport. It's the one I played over, like, baseball or football or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I just don't care for spectator sports.
3: Oh, gotcha. See, I grew up with, uh, my dad had, like, recorded Michael Jordan games, like, on VHS tapes. Sick. And, like, he bought us for Christmas presents, like, Michael Jordan documentaries. And, like, I grew up watching Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson were, like, my dad's three idols. I do know
1: all those names. Yeah. So, I'm... I'm F tier literate of basketball.
0: Nice. There's such like they don't put a lot of they have like footage of the games and they break down some of the games, but from each season they've maybe only pulled like what they'll pull footage from like maybe two or three,
3: two or three regular season games and like his playoff games and like some of the biggest, most iconic games of. They've got all the finals ones that he's won. And then a lot of the interesting stuff is the behind the scenes stuff: the Jerry Krause, the Jerry Reinsdorf, the the Scottie Pippen, the Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, all that stuff. Yeah, they give the backstories on Scotty and Dennis. Carmen Electra's like
0: Michael <laughs> Jordan is knocking at the door, telling Dennis he needs to come to practice. Yeah. He's been gone for six days. I would treat it more With if I was some, if I were somebody if I was where I don't know I've been out of college too long, like a week. My English is like. Bleh. Um, but if, if you're somebody that doesn't like sports, doesn't matter. The documentary, I would equate it more to like a mentality of being a champion or mm-hmm. a this winner. Is on
1: Netflix?
3: It's yeah. on ESPN. Yeah. It's going to be, is it on Netflix right it's now? Pro, it
0: was, it's being produced by Netflix. So oh, on, it'll
1: show up when it's over. Yeah, I, I assume so. it will. Huh? I, I, I mean, I think it so too. clearly puts him as a producer. Yeah.
0: So, but right now it's on ESPN.
1: Um, I don't think my Disney plus has the ESPN attachment. Oh, gotcha. um, probably not. Yeah,
3: it's been it's been pretty amazing. Like like I said, I grew up watching some of the highlights of these games and getting the backstory and getting into like Michael Jordan's mind is the part that's like he was like he was kind of a douche, man. Like yeah. I, there's no other uh-huh. way to put it. I think yeah. some of the greatest athletes ever are that way. I remember reading a story about Kobe Bryant when uh, Dwight Howard joined the <laughs> Lakers in that one glamorous <laughs> season. <laughs> and, uh soft. for real <laughs> exactly soft soft and i love that meme I, and i remember what a story that dwight howard is like just this fun loving guy they're one of their first practice he was like joking around with some of the teammates and then kobe grabbed him and like pointed up at the rafters where like shack wilt and kareem's jerseys are hanging and it's like if you want to be a successful laker center you got to live up to that so stop effing around <laughs> And like And then Andrew uh, Biden posts out like <laughs> what was that? <laughs> For real. So I just think getting into that mentality where like to be that level of competitor you have to be kind of insane and really oh, yeah. not care about other people's feelings has been obsession. really interesting to me.
2: What's up, Jordan? It's like- it's like an obsession, like what was the episode the other day where they're talking about like his gambling?
3: Oh yeah,.'re oh, yeah.
2: they're like they're like, do you have a gambling problem?" And he's like, "No, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competitive problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like hyper competitiveness.
3: Yeah, so me and me and Sam were talking about this before uh, before we started today about uh, how Michael Jordan's been sitting on this footage for 22 years now. Like, they had this recorded in 1998, and he was the one that was the last one to sign off to say, we can release this documentary. He decided to do it during lo- the the trophy when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the championship in 2000, was it 16, when they came back from yeah. down 3-1 well, on the Warriors. the Warriors. This was at the peak when everyone's saying LeBron is the greatest player of all time. And then that during the parade, Michael Jordan made the call and said he wanted the documentary to start Getting mm-hmm. ready to be released, so it's been <laughs> four years. Let's remind them who so. the greatest player is. Exactly, yeah. So it's just like someone's got to remind these kids what's <laughs> going on. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 been uh, it's been interesting to see all the different elements. I love it how they pulled they they showed the similarity between. Uh, have you seen Space Jam, Christian? Mm-hmm. You know the you know the the manager of the Monstars. The, yeah, the, yeah, the crazy. Yeah. He looks. Old, he looks almost very similar to jerry Krause. i did not Mm. put
3: that together until they showed the documentary and now i am positive that's who it's supposed to be like it interesting it's crazy dude one hundy
0: it looks just like him Mm -hmm. short rotund yeah and his
3: attitude of like yeah how he's he's the big shot he put the team together
1: can't close his blazer
3: ever oh yeah
0: every episode i'm reminded of like how asinine it is Like perspective, right? They went into that season, all of them, knowing that that was the last season or like the last dance. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the documentary is called, right? The last dance. Mm -hmm. But they went into that season knowing that the general manager was strong arming them into saying, unless you let basically Phil go, Phil's out regardless, like it doesn't matter. This is over. Yeah.
3: Krause went to Phil Jackson before the season and said you could go 82-0 and and you're still fired at the end. That is unbelievable to
0: me. So you get a second three-peat. Even if they didn't win it, at yeah. least knowing the possibility of them doing a second three-peat, I'm pretty sure they're the only team that's ever done back to uh, at that,
3: multiple. Yeah, at that point, I think, I think they were only the third team to win three at that point. Yeah. And then they did it twice. Yes.
0: So. <laughs> they are like, wait a second, what? <laughs> like, uh... Yeah, and the fact that he still was like nah, and the fact that Michael Jordan was still the best player on the court at that time, knowing he was going to lose the absolute best player in the league, and was like nah, yeah, along with Scottie Pippen as well. And mm-hmm. the how they wanted to trade Scottie the whole time. Yeah. they didn't even offer to like restructure his deal because mm-hmm. they're paying him pennies to the dollar. Like that's so crazy that somebody could think that that was a good idea. Like I understand rebuilding. What? You had it's Michael crazy. Jordan, like yeah. you had arguably the greatest professional sports team ever known. Yeah, and how much of an impact it had on the city of Chicago too. Oh yeah, like they were the, like the Bulls were the laughing stock of the league beforehand.
3: Like, did you watch the All Star game when they did the intro in Chicago this last year when they had Common like talking about the history of Chicago? I didn't watch. Oh, it. Oh my gosh, you got to go back and watch that. I'm not going to try and quote it, but it was amazing. Um, basically, Common gave this like narration of how basketball evolved in the city of Chicago. And he like talked about Michael Jordan. He talked about Dwayne Wade playing there. He talked about I I think Barack Obama was in there, like just Barack Obama. But it was pretty amazing how much those years changed the city of Chicago. And like, same with LeBron and Cleveland. Oh yeah, totally, dude. LeBron owns Cleveland. The only thing I knew about Cleveland before LeBron got there was Craig ELO trying to guard Michael Jordan on (laughs) that last shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. The only thing they had before that was. Uh, um, I almost said Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Not Drew Barrymore. Who's the guy that does uh, The Prices right now? Drew Carey. Yeah, the Drew Did Carey you? show. And Cleveland Rocks. Is that where it was?
3: I didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and the whole theme song was like, Cleveland Rocks. And now...
3: <laughs> okay, I have a question for you guys. So Answer. I grew up with my dad, like I said, like idolizing Michael Jordan. This was what I watched as a child, so that's why this documentary's been so big. Who is going to be that person for you guys that you show your kids, like... This is the man. There was no one better. For... I'm ready, but yeah, yeah, go with it. Let's hear it, oh, Christian. Robin Williams. Oh, oh Williams. yeah. The
1: collective works of Robin Williams. Aladdin really, just mm-hmm. like
3: Dude, my wife had never seen Mrs. Doubtfire till last week. Oh, oh my gosh. It was we watched it so it's amazing. He's Me and Robin Williams share a birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, no oh really? Mm.
0: Great question, by the way. What a thought provoking. Thank you. Jordan, what, who who would yours be?
2: I don't know, man. Um Oof. Barack Obama. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs>
3: Kawhi, dude. The claw. Uh, As a Spurs fan, like all. it still is like a knife to my heart every time his greatness is mentioned. But
0: The fun guy. The fun guy uh, okay. himself.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> One season. One season One is season. all it took that man.
3: Yeah. Man. So, you know, I... Who's yours going to be? Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jaden, man. No, so I'll, this is what happened at Sandy Hook. I'm gonna, I'm gonna.
0: No, for my kids, I'll just be like, kids, this is what I find funny. Yeah. This is a meme.
1: <laughs> this crazy person.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. No, I, honestly, same echelon in terms of like the greatest in something that's ever been done. Probably the same would be Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's so hard to disassociate that on yeah. a personal level. Yeah, because that dude just pissed excellence.
3: I think mine would probably be. Tom Brady would be one for sure, even though like I don't even like yeah. the Patriots. Is that but, the like... deflating football guy. <laughs> yeah, football. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> but like s- six championships in the NBA is one thing. I mean, Bill Russell's got eleven. Six championships in the NFL is asinine. Like that is he has as many championships as any other franchise has in the history. It's not. It's crazy to me. And then it, probably a the second one would be Kobe, just because I grew up with Kobe. Yeah. And then like, I mean, Rip the Mamba Man.
2: Yeah, I'm still just in shock that mm-hmm. that whole thing happened. Isn't it? I just weird? remember that oh, yeah. that Sunday. I, like, it, I don't yeah. cry very I often. Very I was in tears on, when I saw that happen.
3: Yeah. No,
0: you're good, Jordan. You can. You can... I was telling Christian to be quiet, telling him to okay. hush his hush <laughs> I, his dirty just, mouth. JK. Just that,
2: like, I don't know. It's like things happen from time to time where you just go throughout the next couple of weeks and it's all you can think about. Totally. It's just like. It's like, I don't know, you waking up and the sky's darker. It's like, yeah, that was that's what happened with the whole Kobe thing. Like when I saw that the helicopter went down, it was just like life changing.
3: I like didn't believe it. I was like, there's no way Kobe is like actually mm-hmm. dead. Like he's especially when LeBron
0: had just passed him on the scoring uh-huh. list. I was
3: like, oh, I know. Wait, it's wait a insane. second. Yeah.
0: I honestly thought like just when they said Kobe had died, I was like, oh, did he kill himself? Like, was he just like, great. Braun did it luckily mm-hmm. luckily it wasn't thank goodness yeah. but
3: yeah it was that was insane when they showed kobe in the intro to the documentary for the michael jordan one this oh. last week almost shed a tear man i was like man that is oh, so man. crazy
0: well, especially because kobe didn't really pull punches like no.
3: he was just a serious dude and, and like, he literally wanted yeah. to be michael and he came very close like lebron you can argue about who's the greatest but they're lebron and michael are very different players kobe yeah, yeah. is like the embodiment of michael jordan <laughs> Oh, I, exactly. I loved it too like just
2: the Oh,
0: just go ahead Jordan.
3: Oh, just the way they played too. Mm-hmm, it's like yeah. if you watch them that
2: that that fadeaway they had and just yep. the, the mentality behind it like mm-hmm. That's one of one of my that's probably my favorite thing from this documentary is when they feel that um when Michael when he's playing for the Wizards uh uh-huh. and he takes a charge on Kobe and Kobe stands over the top of him and he just kind of like fakes punches him. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I don't know just seeing like that's kind of like the passing the torch moment totally I felt like but yeah
0: well and I loved it how Kobe said he's like when everybody would always be like oh no man you would totally take MJ one on one he's like what are you talking about he's like you owe everything about me to him yeah. like it's like oh my gosh yeah like whew, it's crazy it, it, it's crazy it's crazy to see how that's changed so much But what? the the, do- the documentary has definitely been um, it's definitely been an eye opener, and it's been incredibly, it's been awesome to mm-hmm, watch. Totally. Uh, if anything, COVID has also brought us some great productions, like The Last oh, Dance yeah? and mm-hmm. Tiger
3: King. <laughs> oh, I haven't talked about Tiger King on on the, seen on the podcast. Oh man, I haven't. Has everybody watched it? You watched it, Carol Baskin, <laughs> Jordan? You watched it? No, 70%. I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch it. Oh yeah, watched, oh. oh man. It is literally insane. Like I cannot believe it's real.
0: It's not. It's it's real life anime is what it is. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. It's crazy. Meth, uh, polygamy, fraud, mullets, mullets,
3: uh, lack of teeth, piercings everywhere, <laughs> murder for gun. hire,
0: <laughs> guns.
3: What else could you want?
0: <laughs> How would you describe America to <laughs> somebody murder who had... hire was my favorite part.
1: <laughs> that they, they gave this guy 3000 bucks? He, he went, just went to a strip he went to club. So club. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I was never going to murder anybody. I bet
3: he spent half of it on the strip club and half of it on meth. Like I honestly, <laughs> probably.
0: Oh my God. Just the, whole... especially cause like that guy was hooked up with Jeff Lowe <laughs> and Jeff Lowe just popped up out of nowhere and was like, Hmm, I guess I'm going to take the
3: zoo. <laughs> like... This will be mine now. <laughs>
1: please everyone leave
0: (laughs) with money. I don't have.
3: Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. And the fact that like, I wouldn't believe it except for the fact that he, Joe filmed every day of his life, (laughs) like (laughs) with hopes of getting famous. And now it's all coming out. I like, I can't imagine the producers that stumbled on this were like, Oh my gosh, this is literal gold. (laughs) And then they released it at the most opportune time possible for them to make money.
0: Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Good old freaking Tiger King Good old Jordan, I'd highly recommend it It's uh, seven parts, I think, or eight parts
3: I think It won't matter once you start watching it You'll just, <laughs> you'll just keep going You're like, I have to know
0: what happens to these <laughs> Polygamist uh, Exotic animal owners Dude, it's crazy So So crazy Oh, yeah. um, oh there's Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to I wanted to um, – well, just kind of like where everyone is in life right now. Dustin's about to head out to Tejas.
3: Yeah. To yeah. Texas. So I just graduated with uh, my bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from BYU. Woot, woot. Let's go. And then – so this summer I'm heading to Texas to do an internship with a company called the Southwest Research Institute. It's kind of a big lab that just does research in pretty much every area you can think of. So I will be doing research on on fuels and driveline lubricants. So oh. uh, alternative fuels for cars, um, potentially aerospace applications. So that'll be my summer. will be in San Antonio. And then as soon as that ends, we'll head back here to pick up all of our crap, load it into a moving truck. And then we're moving to Oregon, where I'll be going to Oregon State to get a master's degree in some... It's studying jet engine design. Um So potentially aerospace engineering stuff as soon as that's over.
0: Woo!
1: Aerospace is big. Do
3: you
0: like with with working as part of like a like a research institute? Mm -hmm. Do you ever have Do you ever have times where you're like, this is boring? I don't want to research this.
3: Um, I mean, so I've been doing research on a project for the last two years in like um coal combustion. So the last two years I've my job has been building a reactor that potentially, I won't go into detail, but has the potential to burn coal with significant, significant reduction in CO2 emission, like little to none, um, but it's <laughs> much, it's more expensive, um, but this is something the Department of Energy is funded to kind of have in their back pocket if we do have stricter limits on emissions and if we ever want to go back to Coal as opposed to natural gas is more popular right now.
0: West Virginia has joined the chat. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Like, coal, yes, coal.
3: um, It's very – when you're working on a research project, it's just very slow just because, like, I mean, if if nobody's really done it, there's going to be so many little setbacks and, like, little parts that you need to buy or things that you don't understand or you kind of have to learn to have, like, a little bit of expertise in everything as opposed to being, like, really good at one thing. You have to know a little bit about a lot of things. Um, my degree was, is mechanical engineering, but I've had to do a lot of electrical stuff, some like programming stuff and it's all stuff that I'm not super good at. So it's just like being, knowing a little bit about a lot of things is important and it's not really easy, but it does get frustrating and it's kind of slow sometimes.
0: Yeah. I'd be so terrible at that. Like if, if it's not something that I find like personally, Mm -hmm. like doesn't have an impact on the world, mm-hmm. you know. Like yeah, if, totally. I wanna, if I want to if I want to research the power levels of Naruto characters <laughs> and you know yeah. have an in-depth analysis about, mm-hmm. you know, chakra utilization and things like that, mm-hmm. nobody's going to pay me to do that. <laughs> Clearly not. So my brain's just going to be off in left field. Yeah,
3: I do really enjoy it. That's one thing. Like I, I'm in the same boat. If I didn't like it, it would be brutal just because but, I mean, if you do believe in what you're doing, I think it can be good. It can be frustrating at times, but as long as you see the bigger picture, you see why it's important. Um, my master's degree I'm really excited about will be developing an, a kind of a new kind of jet engine that has potential to save fuel, but also has potential to reach, like, hypersonic speeds in jets. So I'm excited about what's, it. What's hypersonic versus supersonic? Yeah. Uh, Hypersonics traditionally above so Mach 1 is like the speed of sound, right? right? So any Mach number is the, that multiple of the speed of sound. I think supersonics anything above 1. I think hypersonics above 3 is when they start calling it hyper sonic. So
0: and then Mega
3: Ma- I, Mega is Mega <laughs> hypersonic. That's like just really really fast. Is the that equivalent. sounds like a song. And yeah. then Alpha
1: Alpha Sonic. And then <laughs> Alpha Sonic is a Utah name. And then <laughs> <laughs> nah, Nice.
0: And then Zeta Sonic.
1: That's a song, isn't it? Alpha Sonic? No, it's like uh, Hyper Megasonic Superstar. Su- I don't Maybe. know. If I've heard that. Jordan, you know? Nah, I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the song goes like this: <laughs> I'm gonna make a Sonic super- out of you.
0: Oh no, that's "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen. I'm yeah. gonna make a superstar out of you. Just Supersonic. Don't stop me now. Yeah. 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 That was that was a good. I was thinking more of a. Uh, so, oh it's a song by uh, Muse. Um and it's called the Super Sonic or Super Mega su- Super something black hole. Hmm.
1: And uh yeah. Super Mega Black Hole. Yeah. Black holes are great.
0: Yeah. I I guess I don't know. <laughs> They're great. They're cool. Dude anything science hurts my brain. I Absolutely. science hurts my brain a
3: lot. It's 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 a different way of thinking. For sure.
0: Yeah, and I can't think differently. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck what,
3: in my ways. My my wife and I have like quite a difference in in thought that way. She majored in uh, anthropology, Ooh. so it's like yep, opposite ends well. of the spectrum. It's uh, we have really interesting conversations because I, fi- I actually do find it very interesting. But it I was just, my least favorite class. Anthropology, really? I, I find very it little fascinating. Yeah, I think it's super interesting. So like all the stuff she's been able to tell me. She went and did like an archaeological dig and like Native American ruins and like all these crazy things that she's been able to learn. So like I said, we're very opposite ends. They're both scientific, but they're kind of like the, there's like the kind of soft sciences. She's a more understanding people. I talk to as little people as possible, and I want to understand <laughs> how jet fuel reacts under different pressures. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. can be more different, but it's interesting.
0: Jordan, do you have a lot of uh, social interaction while you're coding, or are you just in your um, are you in computer land?
3: Just with other nerds. Nice,
1: your nerd clans. Do you know anything about the McAfee guy,
2: Christian McAfee?
0: I don't know. <laughs> ah, yeah, uh, yes, a, well, yes, that's a good
1: conversation. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes, the highest-paid running back in the league.
1: Whiteboard. I don't think that's the one he was referring Crazy. to. Though. Definitely <laughs> not. The McAfee security guy apparently lives on a boat in the ocean and he's hiding from the government.
0: Oh, he's he's nuts. You've heard that?
1: I, I, I wouldn't really surprise know, me. I don't really know anything about him. Yeah, he's
0: nah. he he like he's just kinda like a cowboy for a better sense of it. He just shoots from the hip and is just like Yeah, we'll do whatever. He's very uh he kinda lives like a like a fast life. Uh when the San Bernardino shooting happened, mm-hmm. uh he was like, Yeah, I'll 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 break the encryption on their phones. Send it to me, I'll do it because the government didn't want to.
3: I have never heard of this.
0: Oh no, it was Apple. Sorry, it was a, Apple. Apple didn't want to.
3: That iPhones. Which I I, on, I, I, I I I partially like, like, agree with
0: I like like that. Agree with
1: like the privacy side.
0: I agree with Apple's side to
3: yeah. not break the encryption. Oh, okay. I
1: get that they wouldn't do it unless they were like ordered specifically by the government to do it. It yeah. just kind
3: of opens a can of worms. I think is the it does the worry for yeah. a lot of people. Like, yeah, like what is is labeled? You know significant
1: enough to murdering lots of people in a terrorist attack.
3: Right. So you, so so I agree like that is is obviously horrible, but then right. like at what point do they lower that yeah. that requirements to So I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it, but I do I understand arguments from both sides for sure.
0: Yeah. But so so do you so how's the coding world been for you, Jordan?
3: Good,
2: man. It's like it's one of those things that if you don't know how to do it, it looks really complicated. But then when you <laughs> get down and like learn the basics, it's super straightforward. Like I honestly don't think I should get paid as much as I get paid.
3: <laughs> so what are you working on for the church? Like,
2: what are- So I work on a gospel library app. Oh, um, no. Anytime Ooh. we have a release, we run through like quality check tests. And so I write, um, they're called automation tests where we've got, like all these different things the app is supposed to do and so they'll give me a new build of the app and then i'll run through um these tests so basically instead of having to like take the phone and make sure the app works by using your finger to check all the functionality i just hit a button and it'll run through automatically and then we can ship out the app so it's super fun it's the church is really. Really high quality with how they well, like, I guess, run their meetings and
4: mm-hmm.
2: so. I was at a company called Exactware before this, which is a billion-dollar company. It's like it's a pretty serious company, but just leaving there and going to the church and see how like fast and efficient everything is. It's it's been super fun. But,
3: That's awesome. Glad so you're liking it.
2: Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I was what hoping I'm that into, maybe oh go ahead. Um so I'm still in school um for like software engineering and after that I'm getting into more like machine learning cool. and AI.
3: Where are you at school at? Uh, I go to BYU Idaho online. Nice. So... Yeah, I've had a lot of yeah. friends do that. That's a good way.
0: Are you still allowed yeah. to wear shorts when you do your <laughs> online classes? Yeah, dude. Do you do you have to it's report that to your ecclesiastical leader?
2: If you get permission.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. The shorts. card. <laughs>
0: I wore shorts to class today. Yeah. I was sure my my classmates wouldn't see my my thick calves.
2: You can't have a beard working for the church though. So I've been. Oh, so you've had to live that. For, like, you can
3: have some creepy mustaches though.
2: Yeah, dude. My. I didn't know how good of a mustache I could grow until I started working for the church.
3: So, do you work at like the church office building, or where are you located? There's
2: a there's an office building in Riverton. Oh, cool! So, oh, wow, that's that's where all the technical side happens.
0: Nice.
3: Oh, Every once in a while, awesome.
2: we'll have to go up to the main one in Salt Lake. But hmm.
0: well, that's interesting. I was hoping that maybe you were like, "Yeah, I put the scriptures onto the Gospel Library app." You'd be <laughs> like, "Man, glad I didn't have that job." <laughs> Every yeah. now and then, I'd sprinkle something a little different, like, you know, JK. <laughs> You're like, footnote, yeah, my personal take on this. <laughs>
2: for real. This is footnote. What, this is what they meant to say.
0: <laughs> Let yeah, me tell man, you what I true. think about this prophecy, okay? <laughs>
3: JK. Yeah, my brother worked for uh, FamilySearch as a programmer for a while. He loved it. And oh, effort, it's, it's super great to work for him.
2: Yeah. Family Search has got their own separate office building that's like mm-hmm. Apple campus. It is it's pretty legit. Wow. Like our the building that we're in is kind of just like an old office building, but we went down to Family one time and man they are like they are front runners in the field of like family history and stuff like that. On that's top so of cool. ancestry, I think Yeah.
3: They
0: like they're like top of the line boys. Mm-hmm. christian christian what about what about what about you and and your clan
1: i work as a surveyor for an engineering and surveying company that does civil design on like commercial they say they do everything commercial industrial and residential but it's mostly commercial Uh, and industrial mm -hmm. very small amount of residential
0: liars development (laughs) uh
1: but yeah it's a lot of fun it's good yeah I'm, i'm going to school to get a professional land surveyor's license and uh it's just a two-year degree. You get That's the dope.
3: license. And... That's the way to do it, kids. It's, so they're that letting was... you work even before then, though. Oh, yeah. You have to
1: have six years of, of experience as a survey crew chief mm-hmm. um, plus the two years. Gotcha. That's you the get, way to do it, though. You get a license stamp. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. Like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you know that four-year degree? You know how many bullshit classes are thrown <laughs> in the mix of all that?
1: Mm-hmm. It's an associates of applied science. So every class is just, if the classes are like, Intro to survey, survey one, survey two, survey law, survey, 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 survey. There's no extra. So there's no extra. There's no humanity. Wow,
0: I'm jealous. It. What have I done the past <laughs> 10 years for yeah. my four-year degree yeah. that is watered yeah. down to, like, very little of what <laughs> I actually want to do? <laughs> what have I done?
3: Yeah. You're almost I'm done, saying. too, though, right?
0: Yeah, that's on the horizon. So, uh, yeah, next semester starts up Wednesday. <laughs> So back to the grind. And then, uh, and then, uh, fall semester, uh, I have to take a large amount of credit hours, but I will be done. I will graduate.
1: graduate. I already told my mom, you'll I you'll I Already need a wife, make some babies. <laughs> I am not
0: in a search for that. I'm at the point now where, uh, like that ship has sailed for me in terms of, like, not the possibility. Like, yeah, of course I can still get married, but. Uh just, it's one of those things where, like, it used to have kind of a neat appeal to it. Now I'm like, mm, like, okay, yeah, yeah, having, like having, a, it'll
3: happen when it happens. type. Yeah, thing.
0: yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, having, having a, you know, a, a mating partner, fantastic, wonderful, <laughs> who's, yeah, who's going to turn down that part? Great, <laughs> okay, cool, but, uh, I don't know, I, I, I like living my life the way that I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know when you got when you have another party in the mix, it just makes things difficult sometimes. If you don't know your if you don't know your like chemistry or relationship mm-hmm. or stuff like that. But uh, let me also say this: I'm a very selfish individual, <laughs> very <laughs> selfish. Not really cut out for relationships at this point uh, in time. Because yeah,
1: yeah. say that happens to most twenty somethings you get so used to being alone, you just like. This is almost better.
0: I'm a loner. Yeah. yeah. We're not
1: alone, like, because obviously you're not alone right now. But you get used to the whole idea of my money goes in my bank account and I do what I want with it. And I, there's not a second person to balance spending and budgets. And...
0: I am a solitary individual. <laughs> I conduct business and my affairs as I see fit. <laughs> with no worry about repercussions for any other party oh, that might be associated. Women folk.
1: <laughs> and they uh,
0: Whamming, hormones,
1: spending <laughs> habits—like,
0: what is this? <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll happen when it happens. Like, I yeah. still, yeah, I go on dates and whatnot still, mm-hmm. and and whatnot. But like, I would say on my like meter of how badly I wanted to get married, like when I got for my mission, it was like probably at like one out of ten. I was probably at like a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you just you just a little over time you're like, we're now I'm, pro- I'm probably I'm probably like a four. Or a three or a four right mm-hmm. now, like if I somebody that like not if I find someone that knocks me off my feet, I'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. But until that point, mm-hmm. until I see the uh, Vegas arrow, you know, lit <laughs> up with all the, you know, <laughs> brr, brr, brr. here's your partner. Yes, yes, here, here, yeah. Then <laughs> yeah, I ain't pulling the trigger. Yeah, ain't ain't worth it for me in my book. But it, you know, it's that's just that's that's the way she goes. So the way she goes, Rand. Oops. Yeah, all all y'all got married almost like what? Within a year after getting home from your missions. I
3: was home like
1: two and a half years, six months to the day.
0: Ooh, right at six months. What about you, Jordan?
1: I was about three years, so we dated for about
0: two years before we got married oh okay. so we have a little bit of a range that's a taboo in the lds world three years <laughs> three years what is wrong with you guys oh
1: my wife is like, where are you i need your help
0: you're like sorry honey we have more important things to do like
3: <laughs> On
1: talk way. about
0: how we're gonna save the world from covid
3: yeah we Eat- already solved that problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: it's go out you gotta get out there and start getting herd immunity
0: we have to get out and Protect strengthen the, the herd we gotta we gotta get after
1: it boys we should yeah. talk about uh, Runny Jogger Guy.
0: Oh, yes. Complicated he, name. Um, I think it's... Uh, Arbery, I think his name.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ahmad Arbery.
1: That's the one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right up on that. hmm Very, very sad mm-hmm. scenario. I, I've i read a couple, like, I've skimmed through a couple articles because it seems pretty open and shut unless I'm missing anything. Yeah, I but... know. Yeah, I think yeah, they'll go
1: felony murder. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean I hope they do. If if everything From, lines up as exactly. how it's been accounting, I hope those bastards get nailed to the wall for what they did. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it just sucks, dude. Uh-huh. It's it is twenty first century. Mm-hmm. Like we're yeah. in it's twenty yeah. twenty. We're still only, talking about racism. The, we, like we should be past this now. Right. This is not like I this think, is beneath our societal standard.
1: Mm-hmm. What you I've know? seen about the whole deal is the biggest thing, the biggest defense that they have is whether or not he was witnessed committing a crime. There's still some thing about that where he was seen at a construction site, possibly looking for things to steal or something, and that defense would only lower the charges to um, manslaughter, which was still send them to jail for years. And um, because the how state would, of how, Georgia, would it, how
0: would it go to manslaughter if
1: the state of Georgia has a has a law that allows people to make a citizen's arrest if they witness a crime, uh, to whatever certain degree, and robbery is included in that crime. And so there had been robberies in the area, and they were looking for a suspect. So somehow it was known that there was a suspect who had there had been suspicion of robbery or something like that. The only way that it drops to manslaughter, though, is if they actually if those two the guy the two that shot him saw the crime. If they got a call that someone said, "Hey, I think that guy that's been robbing us is over on this street," they drive around in their truck to set up that little roadblock. They'll go to jail forever because they did not witness the crime. They just. I had a black man run up to them and they're like, stop, you tell us what you're doing. And that's what happened because mm-hmm. one of their friends filmed it. And so the, yeah,
3: that's like, I, I, I don't like the fact that that video is being shared, but I'm not going to lie. I watched right. it and like, how did, why were they yeah. filmed?
1: And they filmed it because they didn't expect to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where, you know, there's always a racial political. But what
0: was he? so what was he doing angle. in the video?
1: He, they were, they.
0: Is it clear and defined what oh, he was yeah, doing? Yes. Yeah.
1: No mm-hmm. one's, no one's right as of now uh no one because that's what ha- that's what has to come out in court is whether or not anyone witnessed anyone committing a crime mm-hmm. so because if the if it wasn't if no crime was witnessed it's it's kidnapping because they stopped him mm-hmm. and then murder because they killed him mm-hmm. and uh, but if they had witnessed a crime it's it was that they were undertaking a citizen's arrest and they they did it so horribly mm-hmm. wrong they killed him and it's manslaughter which have, still you, at, have you not
3: seen the video yeah, for those who haven't, I like I do not recommend watching it because it's just like rough to watch. But basically, all you see is like some guy following behind a truck. He's filming on his mm-hmm. phone, and you see them cut off the guy that's running mm-hmm. in their truck, and then they jump out, and then you see a guy mm-hmm. with a shotgun shoot him.
1: Yeah. Basically. So the um, Ahmed Arberry Ahmad yeah I'm Ahmad Ahmad Ahmad, Arbery. Arbery. Ahmad Arbery. Yeah. They he runs up, and the people in the truck. Which I don't think you can hear it in the video because the cameraman is a friend of the people in the okay. truck. Yeah. And they say, stop, what are you doing, tell us your name, why are you here, blah, blah, blah. But the black guy, uh, Ahmad Arbery, he he doesn't have any reason to stop, or all he sees is people with guns that are trying to cut him off and murder him. So he grabs the barrel of the shotgun mm-hmm. and tries to wrestle it away, but when you're holding on to the the, dead, the deadly part of the gun. And so he takes a shot, mm-hmm. and then they think the... So the two people, the it was a dad and a son, mm-hmm. and the son had the shotgun, and the dad had a three fifty seven revolver, and the dad was an ex police officer. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that plays into the reasons why there wasn't an arrest, or yeah, two of the prosecutors had to recuse themselves while they were building the case to make the final arrest, take it to court, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which was definitely pushed along by the video coming out because mm-hmm. they had had the video for
3: yeah. I was going to say so the, two months. The and... hard part to me in all this situation is the fact that this happened two months ago yeah, and it wasn't until this video goes viral that right. an arrest takes place. Right. Um, so to me, that's just like incredibly sad that if this video had not come out, would these guys just be free? Like, mm-hmm. and I have to, I have to think that yes, cause that's, that's what ev- evidence points to. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to say something that's like, maybe controversial. You guys can disagree with me. That's fine. Uh, I kind of want to talk about it, but to me it goes back. I've, I think everybody's had a lot of conversations about Colin Kaepernick. Uh-huh. So I think that like, The whole um, kneeling for racial injustice, I get that that made people very uncomfortable. But I think that he was trying to draw attention to exactly this issue. If I think if the races were flipped, this would not have been a case. They would be in jail. And so I think that Colin Kaepernick kneeling was protesting this type of thing where it required two months and a video to go viral for these guys to be arrested. So I... I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I like, 100%. I, well, I don't support everything that Colin Kaepernick has ever said because he said some things that I do disagree with. <sighs> I do support his ability to protest racial injustice because I think mm-hmm. it was demonstrated. In I this.
1: disagree on one, one aspect. is that mm-hmm. the guy was an ex-police officer. Mm-hmm. Had the white guy not been an ex-police officer, he would have been in jail the next day. Mm-hmm. No questions mm-hmm. asked. Where so it, there's a racial component to mm-hmm. it, definitely. But I think the reason it was sat on for two months was as the DA tries to build mm-hmm. up this case, and then their prosecutors go, "I got to recuse myself," and yeah. so they got to rebuild the case of a mm-hmm. new prosecutor. And that prosecutor isn't goes, that indicative. I got to recuse myself. But isn't
0: that also indicative also of law enforcement itself? Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and and what I was thinking about the the races being flipped is that if it were a black police officer, a black ex police officer, I think they would have sat on it for two months the same way. You think so? Because there's some buddy-buddiness with it, it, okay.
0: fratern. They literally yeah. have the fraternal brotherhood mm-hmm. of yeah. police. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. oh, it sounds like they got each okay. other's backs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, and and, that's fair. That's and, a fair and decision. And I don't think it would have been a national story. Mm-hmm. I think they still would have sat on it, not mm-hmm. you know, two months or whatever, because it wouldn't have been a national story. The they still have to go through now. the
3: recusing themselves mm-hmm. right. and like this whole process right. of getting a new investigation okay. together.
0: I can't speak for all cops. Right. Right? Because... Every department handles things differently, and you know you have state. I mean, you have local, state, national. There's there's different levels uh, of of people who enforce you know the mm. the respective laws, but we just see far too often that power gets abused, mm-hmm. yeah. and. There's no way around it. People do it to certain, certain like how many times you see the dudes flick on their sirens just so they can get you know on the interstate quicker and just mm-hmm. go drive by. You yeah. know, Happ- happens all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've seen funny. the cops not even pull anybody over. They just flick on their yeah. lights and they're just like off today, eh, they cruising. Go. Yeah, I've somehow never take an exit through our whole drive, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, they got their lights on. It's like hmm, wow. Yeah. You know, there's like yeah. I don't know, but but we I I think Dustin, I think you. Uh, that's pro like Kaepernick's protest. The message isn't the problem. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the messenger. Mm-hmm. That's what caused so many issues mm-hmm. because he's not a very smart guy. He yeah. like, at least on paper and of the way he's conducted yeah. himself, mm-hmm. he's kind of a jackass, but like, what like the, he, are you
3: talking Like the pig socks and the, yeah, yeah like the, the Kunta Kinte shirt and all the things that I he don't did. mind.
0: I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I don't, to be honest, I don't even really mind the pigs, but mm-hmm. like, Dude's out here with like a Fidel Castro shirt yeah, on. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm.
1: like it's because it, as much as the real issue is, it gets politicized. Yeah, it gets pulled. It gets to-
0: politicized, but there's there there are firms, there are PR groups that entirely dedicate right. like helping their clients with maintaining their image. Mm -hmm. I guarantee he had people from a very high level Mm -hmm. telling him to do other than what he was doing, Mm -hmm. but he ignored it. I, I,
3: then you have on the flip side, you have the Malcolm Jenkins who are like really trying to do things in a more professional, probably do have those guys that mm -hmm. are really trying to make positive statements or,
0: or I could also see it if he wanted to create shock value because that's what captures the headlines. Mm
1: -hmm. Got him a big deal with Nike, all that stuff.
0: I mean, okay. I mean, okay. But but it does need to be fixed because mm-hmm. we're still not at the point. My
1: we're- issue with the Black Lives Matter movement is the blame is too easily settled on one side. That, that what it seemed like from the beginning of the Black Lives Matter was, movement was it's all police's fault. If we can just get rid of the police or change the police so drastically that they're not what they are now. And I just don't believe that. Yeah, I think the police, because there's enough police officers that are killed by criminals that the the approaches they take to approaching people mm-hmm. is, it's just what it yeah. is.
3: I also think it's like a, a larger criminal justice. Have any of you guys watched the Meek Mill documentary on Amazon Prime? I have it queued up. I want to it's watch pretty, it. it. It's pretty. Because he got screwed over. He got screwed big time. over, man. For like minor parole violations that were like, some of them were not his fault at all that he was basically on parole slash in and out of jail for like 15 years or something for something that really wasn't proven that he ever committed. I mm-hmm. eventually was exonerated of what the original crime yeah. was. And then he was so, but I, it took a lot of big ticket people a to lot help him of big ticket people. because
0: somebody who was already rich enough in his own aspect mm-hmm. still needed, you know, mm-hmm. all these high profile people to like, mm-hmm. you know, free meek stand mm-hmm. up and yeah. like,
3: so there's – how many thousands of people are there that don't have those people that are just sitting in jail because of some thing that they really didn't do? And Majority then black? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's incredibly sad. It's like, a nightmare. It is, back, it's It's a living nightmare. Going back what to what you is. said, I don't think like police are the only problem. I think it could be a larger criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. Reform I think, and that and can,
0: that's what bothers – so this I think is all – I think it's indicative of multiple aspects, and Jordan, you can chime in whenever you want to on this, BT Dubs, Uh, or if you're just like, I'm silent, I have no stance on this position, but um, I think all of these signs point towards, like, all parties that are involved in this problem, I think... And even what we've talked about before with like, you know, COVID and stuff like that, we're in an age now where like we have information at our fingertips. We can formulate our opinion so quickly on something because we can, you know, find a video or find Mm -hmm, an article. mm -hmm. But I don't think the conversation has been moved to accountability for all parties. And accountability is the last thing that any party wants to give Mm -hmm. on those. Like investigations and stuff like that, they'll just try to keep pushing and pushing and pushing a lot of times it helps because they don't want to ruin the case if they're yeah. like it was our fault but oh wait no it wasn't like you know and it's also just that's not how the law works mm-hmm. and you know it's it's also the same thing for black communities there's you know regardless of how targeted you know these offenses and how black people are getting are spending way more time in prison mm-hmm. way more time how it's just totally imbalanced in that sense for you know, for drug offenses, and which shouldn't even be something people do jail time for to begin with. I agree with that. Um, but it, there's also there's a lack of accountability on that as well because people would rather protest instead of going into their communities and, instead and saying we're done with this crap mm-hmm. and we're not going to have any behavior that's going to let a cop show up and give them the idea to blow our brains out, yeah. which sucks. Then you get to the issue of traffic stops. That's another one. Where mm-hmm. like, how much can a community do to help that out? Mm-hmm. A lot of the, a lot of the black men and you know black victims that have been killed in those, a lot yeah. of them weren't indicating anything of the nature. Philando Castile, that mm-hmm. one, like, that was so hard to watch because oh, yeah. he literally told the officer, "I have a gun. I'm, I, I I have a gun. I'm going to show you where it is." And the guy's what? just nervous and just yeah, shoots that was, him. He was an Asian guy. Yeah, the it Asian, was in I, Minnesota. I remember that one so yeah. difficult because that that yeah, is the, the that. very definition of a law abiding citizen mm-hmm. and you know yeah. it, 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 you know same with law enforcement accountability when are they going to held accountable that were maybe this guy wasn't vetted properly when we picked him out or we recruited mm-hmm. him or you mm-hmm. know it's just all around the board that people just keep trying to push the blame to some other aspect of something mm-hmm. where if they if people just stood up for what was contributing to the problem then it'd be fine, but no, we're stuck in this constant tussle of, no, it's 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 black people's fault because they're the one committing the crimes, or, you know, and then you flip the other side, no, it's the cops because they're the ones arresting and killing, and, no, mm-hmm. like, we're not making yeah. the progress I, we that, need because that, people aren't accountable.
1: That the whole system, that there's no other choice for black people. That's the way that they had seen it in the inner cities. They say, um, you know, if you can't if you can't get out of, you know, the city through, you know, if you become a famous rapper or you play basketball really well, your only other option in the broken system is become a criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steal and sell drugs. And Which it is.
0: Well, I mean, if you look at the public education system, a lot of times in yeah. in urban populations,
1: they're broken. Yeah, they've, mm-hmm. they've got. And corrupt. Just yeah. Like, like Illinois spends $11,000 per student and they have the worst test scores and it's like the second highest amount spent. And then all they'll say is that you're not funding our schools. You're not like they, they're not giving us what we need, but that's not it. It's mm-hmm. corruption, it's broken systems. It's just
0: we're, we're we need to shift into the accountability age where yeah. people step up. You, 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 you know, you own up to, to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of that, too, also needs to be lied with the press. Mm-hmm. The press is they put they falsely label people accountable for things that aren't their fault or vice versa or they shift the blame off the parties Mm
1: -hmm. that they do they sell everything in a way like i was talking to my dad about uh ahmed arbery Mm -hmm. and he didn't know that the guy who killed him was an ex-cop and that's sort of a major that's major. yeah like why would this guy go out you know it looks like just a lynch mob like Mm -hmm. they're just waiting for him and when they get to him bam down versus the backstory what was happening They lived in the neighborhood. There was burglaries. They were out looking to... They were filling it themselves because they were out to film. Like, we want to document what we did. You know, we stopped him as a citizen's arrest. And then we held him and we waited for the police to come. And obviously none of that happened. It turned into first degree felony murder. But it's just that the media would sort of leave those sort of details out. It just looks like, you know, Trump, Mumpkin, and his son took the law into their own hands and lynched a guy. And this is not, not what happened.
0: Yeah, and the press is our medium to understanding these issues mm-hmm. fully yeah, on, d- a, on a macro scale. And they, they, they don't do an efficient mm-hmm. job or there is an agenda that is malicious.
3: Totally. I, try, I really do my best when it comes to anything political or social injustice stuff to try to leave the press out of it as much as I can and really just try to find what the facts are and then make a decision myself. Because if you go to any news source, mm-hmm. it is a very opinionated thing. I mean, yeah, you got – People on both sides, honestly, they're just portraying the other side as completely evil. Yeah. And so I just try to stay to the facts. Um, I do obviously believe there's a a serious issue with racial inequality in the United States. But like you said, things can be painted in one way or another, depending on who you listen to. So it's like, to me, like you said, just stick with the facts, learn what the backstory is, and then you make a decision for yourself of what you think. And don't just let Fox or CNN tell you what you should think. Yeah. Yeah. I heard well, Jordan.
0: What about you, Mr. Mister Froughton?
3: Yeah, man.
2: Like, I just think, like, I'm more of the opinion that, like, your personal situation comes down to, like, you. And so, like, like you were saying, Sam, like, people got to be held more accountable. And if you're on Twitter now, it's like everybody's got their own opinion. And, like, I don't know if it, like, helps them feel better if they – state their opinion but like I don't know how to say this it's like we're all we're all here and like we're trying to survive one day we're all gonna die and it's like that's a hard thing to deal with so like finding out like what you kind of want to believe in in life and standing up for it like there's a lot of lazy people out there that maybe just stating their opinion on something like maybe that makes them feel better and like that's where they draw the line and like okay well I've I've done my part, but as far as, like, my personal experience, I've never really seen in my life. Like, I have friends from, like, lots of different countries, and I just think that, like, all I can really do is just, like, be nice to other people and, like, protect my family, like, try and make a good living, and yeah, that's just kind of where I stand on it. So I think that.
0: I think that's the best way to do it cuz our sphere of control is so limited. Mhm. Yeah. It that's really
1: what is. that's what me and my dad were up, we were up till midnight talking about it that it started around trying to give him the facts about this case and and agreeing with him all the time these people should go to jail for felony murder. It's not about trying to get anyone off Scot free, but that the whole system, the whole racial tension, it all goes way 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 back. And and yeah. I think from like I, I would often ask the question, if you had one issue that you could pick it for, that you could go, like, that you would join that rally and hold your sign and whatever and really invest in. For me, it's the family. That fatherlessness within any community is, it's horrific. I mean, it's just difficult. And it's not like, it's not always a blame thing. It's like, you know, sometimes fathers pass away. And it's, it's just... Yeah, the, like,
0: yeah, that's how it was for us, like... I know my mom 100% would have preferred to have my dad around mm-hmm. for the past like what 20 years yeah. but yeah wasn't in the cards right. you know
1: and then so and then there's there's other situations where it could be in the cards and I think it's a cultural battle because that's my dad had accused me of being a racist like 2 weeks ago or something cuz he said I talked about Jesse Smollett too much um, and I and I, I think no that is.
0: <laughs> he was the guy from Empire that uh, that did the the hate that fake that that created a hoax about a hate crime Huh. He hired two Nigerian. Yeah.
1: He hired two Nigerian dudes. His trainers, his personal trainers, Jack.
0: Jack Nigerian dudes to wear MAGA hats and like attack him and put a, like a rope on him and, uh-huh. and basically portray themselves as Trump supporters. Uh-huh. But it all it all came back to like yeah. he basically paid them to do it. Oh wow. Well. And he, he got let off scot free, dude. Like, yeah, he's actually
1: uh, suing the Chicago Police Department.
0: Yeah, how did it go from something so open and shut to where like the mayor of Chicago yeah. was like,
1: "Nope, sorry, big Bra- big
3: big misunderstanding." To go
1: Alex Jonesy's on you, it's uh, Michelle Obama. She talked to the prosecutor who was, who was she was an Asian lady and said, "Hey, I like Jesse Smollett. Make this thing go away," and it worked. I could see I could see Barack being
0: like, Michelle, we have a problem. I really like Empire. <laughs> And uh,
1: I like that little the little gay boy, that sings uh, real nice.
0: You know, if if he were to not be part of the show, there would be a lot yeah, of problems with the plot continuity. So, uh,
1: I don't even know what Empire is. him uh, out of this a TV show, and I thought it would have been hilarious if they would have got his character out of the out of the thing by being murdered by two people. <laughs> I'm going to racists. <laughs> yeah. Crazy racist. I, I do like Jordan's point
0: though, because I love jumping down the, the Chungus hole, mm-hmm. you know, the bit, the rabbit hole for those who aren't acquainted with the supreme memedom of a uh, big <laughs> Chungus. But, uh, i jump down the rabbit hole and just think like, oh man, if I could get on the national level and tell CNN to properly vet their reporters.
1: Yeah.
0: And... and, uh, They go,
1: look at yourself, look at what you're doing. You know, and oh,
0: if I could make sure every law agency was (laughs) in full compliance with every code and statute ever written. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I'm just this dude who eats Cheez-Its and, (laughs) you know, talks about bullshit all day long. And, you know, it's a perspective changer. Mm -hmm. The other thing too, which... Also, with any issue in terms of like, if we have a racial issue, mm-hmm. or if we have uh, you know a labor issue, or about you know anything <laughs> that involves a certain industry, or like a like a health thing, mm-hmm. we have to have the qualified people in the discussion. Yeah. I agree. So and if yeah. so, if ultimately, if let's say all of us represented like a quarter of the country and we were all like lawmakers, this like our conversation would have literally no importance. Like if we were talking about race, because there's no black people here right now mm-hmm. contributing right. to the conversation, totally. so
1: I disagreed to a point. I think they got to have a seat at the table. I definitely, definitely. I, I think, that, but I think that that to to not allow a conversation to happen because what I was, I agree. This came that. up with my father. the The famous debate between, or not debate, but there was a Bill Maher show where he had Sam Harris and. Ben and Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, oh, ben Affleck. That and is so gold. They're having a very intellectual. Have you ever seen that clip before, Dustin? Mm-hmm. What oh, about
0: you? Great. What about you, Jordan?
1: I think it sounds familiar. He says, "That's growth. That's racist."
0: Basically, to sum yeah, it right. all up, Bill that. Maher, who is a left-leaning talk show host. Has on Sam Harris, who is like Big
1: atheist, he, anti-Islam guy.
0: He's atheist, anti-Islam, but he's not really anywhere defined on the political yeah. spectrum, and he's
1: not a hate preacher either. He's a, just an intellectual.
0: Yeah, and so he they had a panel talking about Islam. This is like
1: four or five years yeah. ago. It was a ways back. And
0: Sam Harris is just like Islam is a very dangerous religion mm-hmm. ideology. Ideology it has the ability to. Yeah, just to blow up. He I think he called it like the mother load of bad ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh and Ben Affleck was just like, that's so gross. It's racist. It's right. terrible. And Sam Harris is like and
1: he, uh, and and then
0: and he also kept attacking his credibility. It right, sounds like
1: right. It was all ad hominem no, stuff. No,
0: I I am an expert in yeah, this field. I've, I've done plenty times. of research like, you know, yeah. Stuff like that. And
1: I think that's, that's, where, that's what scares me away from the, if there's no one at the table, our conversation doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That's, where, that's what scares me about it is that, to agree, because there does have to be a representation at some point. But the whole conversation, the whole idea, and this is what I was talking about with my dad yesterday, that if, if anything, it's, it's not a racial issue. It's a cultural issue. I do have strong cultural prejudices against inferior cultures in my view of that the, the greatest culture to ever exist is western culture it created the most prosperous system that has taken the world out of abject poverty bar none history of the world and and so there's cultures within that western culture that can be improved and i think like inner city crime culture which is predominantly black because that's like monolithically they've attached themselves to it but like within white people we don't have a monolithic culture there's you know there's rednecks and cowboys and city people and mm-hmm. you know lifting bros yeah. crossfit bros yeah and oh, bro, and, it, it. <laughs> and and each one of those cultures has merits and and issues and so i think if there's anything that can solve the racial division and or at least the racial tension it's trying to formulate a baseline culture that if and this is the way i see it is that if we can first see ourselves as americans that that what jordan already said that it's on you like you should take on personal responsibility get a job you know get work and and strive for your own self-betterment and don't lean upon other people or don't lean upon government programs or or whatever or accept a victim title that culture will help heal racial division because there's something more fundamental to unite over
0: Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. And it, 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 like I said, it, it, it's got to come back to accountability in all parties and accountability is not a fun thing to talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, especially when it's like you look in the mirror and you have to accept that. Like, yeah, I, I did screw up. I did do something wrong. You know, the, you know, not exactly like a counter argument, but kind of running with what you said, Christian about, you know, you have to get a job, you have to find a way to be productive. You got to, find that stuff we're seeing so many of these problems because the like the funnel that we enjoy in a lot of like you know suburban areas and things like that you know you've got the support at home like you talked about Mm -hmm. you go to school where you have a teacher that's fully invested in being there Mm -hmm. you you're not yeah you may have a few issues with like you know the structure of your classroom and i've talked we talked about in the last episode where i think the education system is completely busted i think it needs to be scrapped and yeah, but like, besides the point, we can still at least agree that it helps produce, you know, able-bodied working individuals who mm-hmm. still seek, yeah. uh, you know, betterment and specialization. Um, but the funnel is is different in in some areas, and that comes back to accountability. It comes back to poli- bad policies that were put in place. You know mm-hmm. the the rise in black crime, like you know there, mm-hmm. you know there's there's a lot of that stuff. A lot the of that falls on, on a lot of that falls on Bill Clinton. Yeah, the the three strikes <laughs> okay. rule is if, if, arbitrary in nature. It was discriminatory. It was discriminatory in nature, and it's it's still in practice, yeah. which mm-hmm. is asinine.
1: If you want to see something that will blow your mind, is if you look up Lyndon Johnson and his. He's the one who he called it the war on poverty. Yeah, and uh, the the golden society. Or something like that but he pretty much invented modern welfare the way it works and and he invented these other things called the model cities program which destroyed detroit turned it into what it is it chased out all all the factories that, that everyone so the black black people in the 1970s were entering the middle class and gaining education and all that stuff and lyndon johnson was quoted as saying these n words are getting too uppity we need to do something to to keep them under our control and so they created this. That is unreal. Yeah, it was, and it's it's all like my dad was. I was. I was telling my dad, he's like, would oh, surprise
0: boy. me if if there was somebody like that." who yeah. was like, "Yeah, you gotta keep them down."
1: Yeah, and so they they built the That's whole so thing. Sad. And so what he said was, um, and this this one's not confirmed, but it's another quote. His most famous quote is, "They're getting too uppity. We need to give them." And I think the way he said it was, "We need to give them just enough that they they stay under our our wing or our influence or whatever." And so after he'd rolled out the. The welfare and all this stuff he said I'll have these negroes voting democrat for 200 years and mm-hmm. saying that the whole welfare program the whole thing the whole victim like hey you guys are victims you've been treated so poorly here's a handout and it was all designed very meticulously to, to create a monolithic voting center and because oh that's what he said about them becoming too uppity is that they have power now because they, they vote and they vote monolithically and so if you can control that Narrative that section of you know a huge portion of the population. Well, hey, like votes. Let's spend what we got to spend to make it happen.
0: Well, just I, I kind of thought about um, Jordan. I want to get your thoughts on this here in a segundo. But I, I kind of thought about this when like when people oppress and they you know they keep people ignorant on certain things. It's because they're scared. Mm-hmm. You know that's why the that's why the press changes crap all the time because yeah. they're they are afraid that the American people are going to play in against uh, the agenda and the initiative. And I do think, and I I mean, I, I, it's probably, um, you know, more of not as factually based. It's more of an opinion, more of a thought process. But I I think that there's a reason why black people are also still kept in that condition. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and Latinos as well. Um, I think it's because a lot of people in power and in different industries are scared of black people, Mm -hmm. Because they are extraordinary individuals. Like, we sat here and talked about Michael Jordan, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, Yeah, we talked about Meek Mill. Let's Mm -hmm. look out of that spectrum. Look at all of the black individuals, like George Washington Carver, that dude was one of the greatest inventors this world has mm-hmm. ever yeah. ever known and he did that when black he did that when black people were yeah. like not respected mm-hmm. at all yeah. whatsoever
1: yeah you know and, and that's what I was saying to my dad last ben night. Ben
0: Carson another yeah, oh, yeah. Ben Genius. Carson brilliant regardless take his political career out of the out of that avenue mm-hmm. and if you saw it on paper and you're like, what wait he was black yeah. like holy yeah. crap
1: and that's what I was saying to my dad last night about that if anything it's about culture because Ben Carson's success had nothing to do with him being African American. It had to do with him being a, like, his mom, have well, you, you heard the story that his mom yeah. had him go to the, yeah. the, the read him all read. the time mm-hmm. and, and educate himself? Because there's nothing within our genetics that predisposes us for anything. And it's not an achievement. And so the people that break away from the culture, people who can break away, and, and this is within, you know, poor white culture, any culture. If you can break away from whatever cultural ties that sort of tie you down to whatever it is, uh, even Islam, um or anything, any kind of culture that ties you down. If you can break away from that and be your own person, your sky's the limit.
0: I wish your wife was here. Cause Dude, yeah, I'd, was. I'd love to hear her anthropological yeah perspective on it. But I, I think there are biological factors that in, you know, things that make people react the way that they do. And our bodies adapt over time, depending on where we live and, you know, I, I think that there's just so many factors that play into it, but like we are unique individuals and mm-hmm. and how we do things. Like at the end of the day, we are all humans, but at the same time, we all have identities and they're very unique. Mm-hmm. And black people have proven that when they're given a chance, they can absolutely kill it in mm-hmm. what they do. Uh-huh. And uh, same with same with Latinos, mm-hmm. it's the exact same thing. So I think I think it's still that people. Uh, be it this shadow government or <laughs> yeah. group of elitists or right. whoever it may be or the powers of the rich the rich white billionaires who yeah. are you know pulling the strings on all these media outlets and greasing the palms of all of our lawmakers they're probably scared because black people are smart enough they're creative enough they're soulful they they are huge pillars yeah. of the community that if they were not hindered in the way that they are now that they could threaten this establishment that's been built.
1: Mm-hmm. I heard the same thing about Latinos. Because same. they're very 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 conservative in most rights but they'll vote Democrat because conservatives haven't figured out how to how to take a real stance on immigration. They just go, ah, oh, immigration bad. Get rid of those Mexicans. But if they were to really incorporate them, it's a very, they're, they're almost as like diverse as we are from liberal to conservative and all that stuff. Yeah. Whereas from statistics that black people will vote sort of monolithically democratic, uh, the Hispanics do too, but not from an ideological standpoint. They just do it because they want to protect their immigration and being yeah. able to immigrate. Well, because because mm-hmm.
0: a big part of politics is not about how good your policies are; it's right. about how you market it. Right. Which, which is totally wild.
1: And I think I think if I think if any politician were to figure out how to how to reach out, have you heard of Candace Owens? Yeah. So her big thing was Blexit the black exit from the democratic party that, that if the same thing that be, like, think about it, you know, make a decision for yourself. You don't have to just follow what everyone else does. And if any politician can really get that and say, listen, people, I'm not talking to a group or whatever. I'm saying, I don't want power. I don't really want to fight for you. I want you to be able to fight for yourself. I want to enable individual mm-hmm. freedoms, individual liberties. Like you're the champions. I just want to make sure that you have the power to do whatever you want to do with yourself. Like, don't really look to me to do anything for you. Like, I'm not going to be a handout machine, I think, elected right away. Yeah,
0: I think it would help. I would just hope that, like, I think that's what makes America so great is that we do have all these people with unique upbringings, mm-hmm. ways Diverse of abilities Yeah, and... that's what makes us so great. And that, and that's just why I hope that, you know, in my lifetime, I can see a day when whether it's, it's, you know, cre- it's systematically created or, or, you know, however it may be. I hope there's a day where I can finally just be wholeheartedly convinced at that point where, like, I don't think that there is some type of discriminate mm-hmm. behavior going yeah. on. Because even though the the appearance is there and that's what ruins it and appearance, uh, uh, there's statistics, there's facts, and then, you know, there's just what you see and how you perceive it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the tough part is, you know, unless it's completely stamped out, it's, it's still just going to be burning whatever degree it is. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's on us to just, you know, I, I would hope we could go from firefighters and instead of controlling a fire to just stamping the bitch out. But, (laughs) but no, we can't. Mm-hmm. Jordan, we've kept you awfully quiet.
2: I'm learning a lot, you guys. I'm <laughs> definitely not the smartest person in the room. Uh,
0: I would, I, I, I wouldn't take that title. <laughs> I would never take that title. That's what
1: the bad guy said to Spider-Man. <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> Which one?
1: Mysterio. Mysterio. Oh, never be afraid to be the smartest person in the room, Peter. Oh, that was from the last movie. <clears throat> he was buttering just him up. I saw it like last week. So. What's that? Um, I thought it was a really good one. The interview, Mysterio. Honey Potting. He was potting him. Have you seen the interview with James Franklin? Yes. Yes. You know? It's where they interview Kim Jong un and then blow him up. <laughs> <laughs> that was so Oh, that's
2: another There's
0: one, dude.
1: Controversy.
0: What's up with Kim? Oh, what's up, Jordan?
1: Oh, I just watched the interview yesterday. Oh, really? What'd favorite. you think? One of my favorite movies. Yeah. You're being honeypotted. <laughs> like as <laughs> a Mysterio did Spider Man you honeypotted him.
0: Dude, that's uh that movie caused a lot of issues. I didn't even I've never even heard of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they North Korea said they were gonna kill us for it. They wow.
0: they didn't release it in theaters because the people oh. from Sony got death threats. Wow. Yeah. From North Korea. Yeah. Speaking of that, Kimmy Kimmy boy. Kim Jong boon. Is he alive? I don't know.
3: Do you yeah, think do alive. you think he's alive?
1: Didn't he just make I an heard appearance he's the like last only person week? in North Korea that's on Steam? <laughs> Have you seen that meme? It shows like a map of like every little green dot of where people are lying on Steam, and there's one dot in North Korea. And it says, like, Kim Jong-un is now playing Rocket League. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think he's alive, Jordan?
2: I don't know, man. Like, it's such a weird situation. There's like, suspicion why would he not right come out? Yeah, I haven't heard this.
3: Well, he's just, like, he was, like, off the map for, like, a couple of weeks, and he, like, missed some huge right. so like he national ceremony that they do every year that's, like, supposed to be really big for... The leader, and he wasn't there. I thought that I had heard that he made an appearance so sometime in the last week, or at least a body double. Well,
0: Japan, well, Japan released some info saying that he was like left in a coma after a botched surgery.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a theory that he was brain dead, was what I read in a lot of places. But the great leader,
4: no.
1: You know he doesn't poop, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't. That's real propaganda. That his he body uses, perfectly uses, uses all his energy, energy he takes in.
2: <laughs>
0: I think I think Jordan was saying something on here.
2: Oh, I was just saying the same thing. Like he uses all his he uses all of his energy. Yeah,
1: you've heard so that before. He he <laughs> freaking supreme leader. <laughs> I saw a thing that when uh, Kim Jong Il died, it's like that the propaganda was he didn't really die. He was entering a sleeping competition and he was going to make sure he would set the record and no one could ever beat it. So like don't expect <laughs> to see him before you die. He'll still be asleep so <laughs> bizarre, man Dude I, I gotta get going Brainwashing My wife is Text yelling at me She's
0: like Um, okay, bye well, yeah. Now Yeah Yeah, well, it was good Having you on, Christian I really enjoyed this Yes I you. I'm glad you can make it Yeah, me too Yeah right. Well, yeah you, yeah, you can bounce While I do, do my do I closing remarks
1: No, 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 you're good You're oh, good Oh, we're as closing is. I can stay for closing Yeah,
0: unless Unless y'all wanna keep dinging. Yeah, I gotta go pretty soon I figure you're, you're busy hmm. And Jordan I, I don't know We can keep talking if you want It's all up to you, bro
2: I got to go in a little bit too. My wife just left. Well, you Those know what? Sports now that I think about it, it I got to go now. too.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I have important things in my life. I don't want to be left out. <laughs>
1: um, everyone should have the right to keep them bear arms. That was my list item.
0: Oh, and yeah, everybody should arm bears. Yeah,
1: arm your bears. <laughs> bear your arms. Arm bears. Yes, excellent. This was fun.
0: Uh, great having you, Dustin. Glad we could have you on air before you left. Yeah uh jordan next time just uh bring your daughter here and uh yeah it's down
1: in texas you gotta find him yeah oh yeah yeah davidson is in texas i actually like
0: hit him up like yo bro he's like i'm in texas bro sorry bro (laughs) yeah i said okay bro he gone yeah but uh dustin safe travels thanks man uh christian thank you for coming on again you're welcome excellent Jordan, uh, uh, thank you for coming on. Sorry, our our audio is is poopy, or I should say my audio. But uh, yeah, sorry, bro. All good. But but I mean, we're still glad we had you on. Mm-hmm. And next time, I'm just gonna kidnap you and make you come here.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna
0: force you. I'm just gonna show up with a ski mask on and tie you up. <laughs> yeah, wrangle them up. Alright folks, remember to like, comment, Thank share, you. subscribe And don't be a dick Don't all have right. a Patreon <laughs> <laughs> I think my Patreon got unsubscribed Due to inactivity but. Anyway, alright, catch you later, peace